occur to you what would happen to my future if I were to fail to live up to my responsibilities? Has it ever occurred to you? Has it? Stay away from me. Why? I just want to go back to my room. Why? Well, I'm very confused. I just need a chance to think things over. You've had your whole fucking life to think things over. What good's a few minutes more gonna do you now? Stay away from me. Please! Don't hurt me. I'm not gonna hurt you. Stay away from me. Wendy. Stay away! Darling, light of my life. I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash him right the fuck in. <laughs> Stay away from me. Don't hurt me. I'm not gonna hurt you. Stay away from me. Stay away. Please. Stop swinging the bat. Stay away from me. Put the bat down, Wendy. Stop it. Wendy, give me the bat. Please. Stay away. Give me the bat. Give me the bat. Stop swinging the bat. Please stop. Give me the bat. Wendy. Give me the bat. Give me the bat. Ah, God Well, that is my favorite scene from Tyler Perry's Medea. That's right, everybody. Today we're talking about Tyler Perry's Medea. You know, your favorite fat black grandma. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Jenga Theory. It's been a while. Been gone for a couple it's years. It's been a while. Since I've been. Since I've been wanting to jack off. Yeah. It's no nut November. That's my favorite No Doubt song. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, everybody, it's been like three years since the last episode, right? It's how long it's felt for me. It's been a week, but it feels like it feels like it's been longer than a week. Yeah. Because ever since we got switched to day crew on the fucking air at the airplane factory, oh, God, it's crawling with fucking pussy. All these hot bitches come to get airplanes, and I'm just like, I got a fucking airplane for you, bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna drive my airplane through your twin towers. Wow, dude, Wait, what the no. fuck? Wow, wow, that was dark. too soon. That was a dark joke, too and it was really soon. fucked up. Too soon. Three thousand people. <laughs> Three thousand people died in a fucking hologram. It wasn't real. Fucking, that's right, everybody. Welcome to the Drink of the Theory. We're gonna talk about something that isn't real. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, we're talking about. Uh, the hey, shining. you got the name of the song too, the opening song. Uh, yeah, the opening song was uh, the song was the Skull Bashers. Nice. No, I mean, I'm sorry. The band was Skull Bashers. The song was uh called Wendy's Brains. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, they're like a screamo band. What album was that off of? Was uh, it Give Me the Bat? The, no, the the album was the album was called Telekinetic. Silence. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Check that one out. 
Yeah, go check them out. They're on SoundCloud. They make porn, too. Anyway, uh, so what's going on, everybody? Like, uh, it's, just tell me about your day. How? Not you guys. I'm talking to the viewers. I'm how the a... fuck can they tell you, dude? They might fucking comment. My fucking on ears our are open. If you're in once. public right now, you're like sitting on a train or some shit, and like you just heard that, just start talking to yourself. <laughs> like somebody's talking to yeah, you. Yeah, if you're ready to shag one out. Like, Whoa. Oh, oh I was just gonna have a fucking oh. conversation. You fucking pig. Okay. Anyway, as I was saying, like you know, I'm just talking to you. Like I'm your good friend. You know, it's okay to talk in public while people are surrounded around you. You know, I'm here. I'm here to talk to you. You know. You're sitting at, in a train, a crowded train. There's a fucking homeless guy across from you jacking off. But whatever. Just start talking to me. Say, oh, yeah, you know, my day's been fucking stressful. You know. Dude, what the f- fucking ADT? <laughs> wow. That's it. Cut the fucking podcast. They really want me to get home security. I don't. I don't. I don't. Dude. Know. Did I, they not know about Rocky Dog? Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a cut above this fucking gruesome... G- g- edgy content that you guys are bringing i got a brand new mic i sound fucking professional edgy content burps and adt security yeah he just he just shit his pants before he fucking push record (laughs) uh you know it bitch yeah (laughs) so if you guys didn't fucking figure it out from that old little opening uh dialogue there that was that was from uh the my favorite uh fucking stanley kubrick film uh the shine uh, i mean no uh i think that's full metal jacket actually um <clears throat> the shiny it was from the shiny uh with actually i got a favorite line from full metal jacket mm-hmm. i have one too yeah. but we're gonna do an episode on that do you want to say our favorite lines anyway because i love that movie uh you go first okay the only good vc is a dead vc you guys should do a f- you should guys should interview me <laughs> sometime <laughs> oh my god <laughs> anyone who runs is a VC anyone who stands still is a well disciplined VC oh <laughs> uh, yeah I, for- I forget mine so. yeah you're a fucking dumbass <laughs> I'm sorry I'm, a, I'm just busting his balls yeah you're right I'm not fucking sorry so uh, I gotta sneeze hold up Satan bless you. Thank you. What? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, speaking of Satan, yeah, we're doing The Shining. Uh, I I watched it before I came here, and let me tell you, uh, the movie is so bad. I fucking hate it. Fucking bad movie. Really. I don't know what Stanley Kubrick was thinking, but it was bad, and it was dumb. Dude, what the fuck are you saying? (laughs) Nothing. I'm just ball busting. I actually like really like the movie more than I remember liking it. Uh, I don't. I didn't remember some of the shit like the fucking pedo bear that you sent me. Dude, I that was you. You know what I didn't fucking remember that whole gold room sequence when he's in the gold room and he keeps going to his imaginary bar. I I forgot that entire thing when he meets fucking Lloyd, his fucking bartender. Bartender. And if uh, if I hadn't, okay, met- I got my favorite line. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, I ha- I had to look it up, so I didn't want. Is this you, John Wayne? I didn't want to. I didn't want. I didn't want to fuck it up, dude. Okay, yeah. So, I look forward to meeting interesting and stimulating people from an ancient culture, so I can kill them. That was Joker. That came out yeah, of Joker's yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite line. Uh 
My favorite line so is... fuck you, ancient and cultured people. My favorite scene from that movie... Oh, we already know. Is, well, not just that helicopter scene. My fucking favorite scene is, is, is actually from those... Like, right after they do those interviews and they have the cameramen and they're all holding each other and they're going across all the people in the right on the bunker. And then they get across to the, the people that they're, we're following yeah, through the yeah, story. Yeah. And they're like, I'm John Wayne! <laughs> Yeah, and the VCs are the Indians. I'm the horse. <laughs> that shit's awesome. Yeah, and then Tug Spielman came running out with his DVR. What? And he was like, uh, uh, we are Flaming Dragon. Mm. Oh, wait, wrong movie. You're ruining it with your stupid modern pop culture fucking references. I will literally fuck you in the face. <laughs> That was one of that was one of his best roles. Let me tell you, I because he's wide... gay. Uh, so let's talk about the fucking Shining. All right. Wait, no, wait. We didn't talk about any modern events, like recent events. Fuck them. They're all stupid. Okay, we gotta talk about the shit that's happening. Oh, Remember, everybody. Come on. No come one. Yeah, no, no one to wants this. to hear. I know, I know that you're listening to this right now. You're listening to this is probably November fifth when you're listening to this. Tomorrow is elections. Get out there and vote. Get out there and vote. Get out there. Vote red. I don't care which red. There's going to be multiple reds. Just pick one. Don't you, pick blue. You just sounded like a sick... Get out there and burn those fucking polling boots down. For real, dude. Uh, and be careful. Don't just press that Republic, all Republican button. Individually press the buttons. because if yeah, you, make, if, because make, if, make sure your vote is going where you fucking yeah, want it to. Yeah. Because if you press... That, this is for you, old people. No, for real. I told my mom to individually put yeah, it. Yeah, no, you get. Yeah, you got because, to. Because I said the machines. George Soros. The machines them. are literally George Soros owned, and I've literally seen videos of people who brought their phones to the fucking polls, press the big Republican button, and it changed all their fucking votes to Democrat. Now you don't fucking want that to happen. Whether that was intentional or not, I don't know. But that's that's pretty fucking that's pretty bad. So if you do what I do every single time I go and vote, and that's press the button individually each one, so that I make sure. That my choice goes through that way. And if something doesn't go right, step out that fucking booth and ask somebody. And be like, yo, bitch. Something's fucked up. I voted red and you're trying to... I voted Trump Republican. I got a big fat fucking dick. I got a big fat Republican dick. What the fuck? Can you guys hear me at my zipper? That would have been great (laughs) if you could have heard it. (laughs) Here, and then slap your fucking meat on the table. Hold on, let me do... And then... (laughs) You see, this is my Republican dick. Now fix my fucking machine. I'm taking, I'm taking Megan to vote. Fuck yeah. yeah she's going to vote too, It's dude. her first time. It's her first time. You know why? Congratulations. Because it's like CNN said, I beat her to make her vote Fuck yeah. Red. I even beat her too to make yeah. sure. Double yeah. check. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had the neighbor who had a Trump sign up. I had him come over and fucking smack her around too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's how we fucking do it in... It's Trump's fucking America. It's fuck yeah! Woo! Eliminate women. That's what got me banned on yeah. Facebook. Wow. Seriously, wow. that comment. I commented on something. I commented on something where a guy was making fun of fucking uh, uh, people like women who sell uh, like pictures of themselves on the internet, e girls. Yeah, yeah. And they, yeah. and uh, this guy was making fun of them, saying that that's not real work. Which guys, if I was a chick and I had really big tits, I'd show them to you. Just oh, fuck yeah, dude. I just don't think it's a job. Yeah, but you don't want to see my tits, do you? But, 
uh, fucking hairy with because whatever. So point is, is that he <laughs> he he, and then it, well, he got about a lot of backlash for that, and he posted pictures of the comments of people attacking him and calling him an incel. And I went on that, and I went on that thread, and I said. And I said, we must exterminate women. And then I replaced the E with an asterisk as if women was a racial slur. And, uh, <laughs> nice. and then somebody, they must have mass reported me because there were a lot of those, uh, those E girls on that comment thread yeah. and they must have mass reported me. Wow. And that's why I'm now currently on my third 30 day ban on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a badge of honor almost, except yeah. for it's really inconvenient to have. Yeah, it is. It's cool. I remember the first time I got blocked on uh, someone blocked me on Twitter. I was so excited. Dude, you don't know real power until you get straight up I was banned. So excited. You don't know power. Until well, you get... I see. I don't want to get straight up banned, bro. Yeah, but that's like your badge of honor. That says like, you, no, my badge of you honor. You say the getting... truth and they don't like it. That's what it means. I don't like this country. Because you know what? Guess how many fucking different... I got banned on fucking Tinder. I got banned on fucking <laughs> Twitter. I got banned on Facebook like six times. I can't wait until I get fucking banned on Instagram. That's just another one. What about iCupid? You're on there too, right? Where? iCupid. Okay, yeah, Cupid. He, yeah, okay, okay, Cupid. Cupid. Whatever. Yeah, Fuck, uh, no, I haven't gotten banned on there yet. I'm waiting for somebody to message me on there so that I can fucking totally just be a dick and then I get reported yeah. and banned. Yeah, that'll happen. Eventually, it will happen. Yeah, mostly it's just fat goth chicks. I'm just, I'm not happy <laughs> with the sitting arrangement. I, I'm just not. What the fuck is your goddamn problem? I don't know. Why don't you take fucking Darth Vader's fucking lightsaber there and take it out of his hand, take it out of his hand, and don't shake his hand. Out. Shake you his can't. hand. Tell him he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> he looks good with his Make America Great Again hat on. Yeah. And his big bulge. You see his big bulge? <laughs> yeah, dude. He's got a big fucking cod piece, dude. Like, I wonder if it got cut off. I wonder if Obi-Wan... Like, yeah, it, so, did so, it catch on fire and melt Oh, off? it was the lower half of his body, right? Yeah, yeah. His yeah, dick's so his, gone. his dick's gone. Yeah, his so that's why gone. he has a giant cod piece. So that pe- he's like, I actually... I might know my dick survived and it's big. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's the old, you know, cucumber down the pants <sighs> trick. My dick is good. <laughs> Okay, are we done talking about current events? Are we even talking about them now? I, I promise I that my cock is shit. fucking huge. These fucking cigarettes go down like candy, dude. Yeah, man. This fucking thing's getting full. Yeah, man, I know. I smoke cigarettes out my ass, so. I'm sorry. We, we call are you hot? Way. Are you hot? You guys hot? Jesus Christ, you fucking gay boy. No, I... I don't mean I don't mean Ram Ranch hot. Eighteen naked cowboys. You know, my dad said it's you, you're not you shouldn't be ashamed of your dick. Yeah, uh, he said I should you should never be ashamed of your big dick being big and all. Yeah. Wow, I think your daddy's right. You just took my line, dude. <sighs> Ah, oh, dude, I have so much gas. That chili made me gassy. I made chili, everyone. He made me gassy. Awesome. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. It's like dog food. But anyway, uh, so... I'll take some go hang himself now. All right, so uh, we're talking about The Shining. Because Jim's a dick. I called him Jim because he didn't earn, earn the Emmy yeah. yet. <laughs> All right, are we going to start to shit? Go! Okay. So, uh, sick of fucking waiting all the time. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna start doing my thing. If, if you have any questions, just shoot. 
Shoot. Why'd you pick this fucking topic? Oh, I picked this topic because I want to suck Stanley Kubrick's dead dick. Kubrick? Who's Kubrick. K- who the fuck is that? Um, I only know a Stanley Kubrick. I, I said Kubrick. <laughs> Kubrick. Sorry, guys. I'm a little bit hyper. A little bit hyper. I might go get another glass of tea. Dude, you gotta watch, man. I, that's loaded with sugar, bro. Ooh, whatever. Who the fuck cares? Maybe I'll die anyway. His mom taught me how to make that. Mm, it's it's very, still not as good as hers. It's very good, though. Yeah. It's not too sweet. Yeah. It, to me, it doesn't taste too sweet. That's you, like your dick. Can we talk about the fucking Shining okay, already? Good. God fucking Yay. damn it. Just restart the podcast. Restart right. it. I'm restarting it. All right, so <laughs> we're, we're talking about the Shining. Uh... Uh, the movie, not the piece of shit book from the pedophile guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the movie. Uh, they're two totally different things. Uh, side we'll note, did you know that Stephen King wrote Ram Ranch? I, I wouldn't continue, fucking doubt conti- it. Continue, I'm sorry. I wouldn't doubt it. Because he's a fucking weirdo. I thought you were going to say the N-word for a second. But, but anyway. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so, so before we talk about the movie, let's... Yeah. Let me give a little background on who Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick. is. Kubrick okay. So, uh, Stanley Kubrick was an American film director, a screenwriter, and a fucking producer. Yeah. Yeah, he was all that. And and he was a bag of chips, too. What a fucking goody tissues motherfucker, yeah, so dude. So, uh, this motherfucker was born in 1928, July 26th, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, his old ass died uh, Wait a minute. March. Which, which number month is... July. July would be seven. seven. Okay, seven? And what, oh, what, dude, what, don't, don't. What, wait, what were those two numbers? 26. What, what was the number of the fucking hotel room that Danny went into? 217, bro. No, that was in the book. In the movie, it's two. It's two. 237. Oh, see what I mean? It's really close. It's kind of close. So... <laughs> We're fucking making groundbreaking discoveries here at Drinking a Theory. And this is why you should like and comment if you like what you heard today. <laughs> okay. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so hyped. He I'm hyped today. And then he died. He died March 7th. The Ides How of March. How old was he? Uh, old. He died in 1999. Dude, we're not going to figure out the math because we suck with math, okay? Where was he born? Listen, people. He was born in 28. He died in 99. He was fucking old. old. They say he had a heart attack, when but was he whatever. Twenty-eight. Oh my god, you can't even get the fucking date. The, the so he's seventy-one right. when he fucking died. Yeah, dude. Old ass motherfucker. He was killed anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, so almost all of his films were uh, Bad. adaptations of novels or short stories, uh, and the dude was very selective with what he put on film. Oh my elbow. Because he was a perfectionist. He was a weirdo. He was all about. He was just a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And he also picks really good boobies to show in the movies. Yes. Very good boobies. Uh, and when we get to that, I have... Remind me, I have pictures to send to each one of your phones. Of boobies. They're special. Poobies. Um, okay, so so a lot of his movies, he was really into realism. He was really super into the dark humor. Well, yeah. I, and if you, I, I, you've I, seen I, Doctor Strange Love, yeah. you know his humor is fucking uh, you seen, dark. You've seen fucking Full Metal Jacket, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah, don't yeah. think that People don't think that movie's supposed to be funny. Yeah. I think that movie's supposed to be funny, yeah. but to somebody who's fucked up. Yeah. That movie was fucking hilarious to me. But whatever, that's besides the point. 
fucking he is definitely big into the realism because one thing I noticed in The Shining is that the acting isn't very acty. It's very it's it's not dramatic acting. No, no, no. It's it's, not. it's almost as if they're trying to emulate yeah. real conversation. Yeah. And that's it kind of weirded me out because I don't remember it ever being like that. Again, I had it's been the first time. Well, I, it's the first time I watched The Shining since I had I had to been a teenager when I last time I watched. Well, it. as as soon as I get through this, we'll we'll talk a little more about the acting. Okay. Because I think there's reasons behind that. Yeah. That I'm not saying that, like conspiracy shit. Yeah. But no, just reason for the actors and the actresses yeah. to act the way they did. Yeah. Uh, so he was into extensive set designs. Uh, he was into crazy, cutting-edge cinema- cinematography. I have, I, have, I have a question real quick. Shoot, shoot, and music. He was all about music, too. Uh, one thing, I, I forget what it is. Uh, the flooring. The flooring in The Shining. When he's, yeah. what, what That has to do with something, doesn't it? Yeah. The rug. What does that have to do with it? Can, can we fucking talk about that? Fucking later, dude. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> just, just let me get he's, through this he's fucking. He's got a shit. whole fucking papers worth of shit. Just let me get through this shit. All right, right whatever. Here. Do your thing. Okay. I'll, never, I'll never ask a question again. Oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> so, believe it or not, I, his 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 career spanned forty six years. Within that forty six years, the motherfucker only did thirteen feature films and three short documentaries. That's all the motherfucker did. Uh, his first fuck. His first movie. Uh, was in 55 his full full length movie it was called fear fear and desires which you might like cuz it's a fucking war movie it's his it, his first movie was a war movie and apparently it's pretty fucking it, a lot of dark humor hey. with just just like full metal jacket but a take from back then you know uh then he uh, then he did the killer's kiss uh the killing uh, Paths of Glory, which is another war movie, which you'd probably fucking like. Uh, then he did Spartacus, which I think is gay. Can I say gay? No, whatever. Spartacus Podcast is gay. Podcast canceled. Okay. Uh, but then he did this one in 62, which I'd like to look into another podcast. It's called Lolita. Lolita is pretty fucking freaky. Yeah, it's, uh, isn't it a, it, well, it's exactly what it's, what the title's about. It's about young girls correct yeah uh isn't dude, she getting a relationship with an older man uh the dude hooks up with this 14 year old's mom yeah just to get to the 14 year old yeah and they end up developing a relationship it's it's not kubrick's writing well it kind of is well, his no, writing but it's based yeah, but off lolita, a book lolita is a book yeah. yeah it was a book so then there was uh that then there's of course the ultimate dr strange love which, if you haven't seen that, you gotta fucking see that. It's also, that very, fucking, I think that movie's pretty funny as well. Dude, that fucking it's movie got, is hilarious. It's got a lot of funny scenes in it. Hilarious. Uh, and then he did a 2001 Space Odyssey. Uh, that movie wasn't funny. No. Uh, and then he did Clockwork Orange, which I found funny. I thought that movie yeah. was fucking hilarious. The fucking rape scene was fucking hilarious. Oh my god. So that was one of the things I, I thought. I mean, it was funny when he's describing it. I didn't think it was funny watching it. Uh, he, he actually said in an interview. Yeah, see. Yeah. He said in the interview, he said if he was going to put a rape scene in a movie, that he would make it so out of this world and so repulsive that he wouldn't think a viewer could get off on it. No, because not even I was really like. 
but it was it. just so whack. Yeah, it was so whack. It, it felt so like like let's let's, let's just put the uh, my my dark humor level on a scale of one to a hundred is probably at a a good old like ninety two. I tell him at a ninety two. <laughs> yeah, and and that's why and, he, and, and he made the scene. And even that that rape scene kind of made me whoa. Yeah, and, and, but the description and was funny him because he's describing it while he's doing it, isn't yeah. it? In the background. Yeah, and and, and they're and they're, like, they're playing the song "Dancing in the Rain." Yeah, and I'm like, uh, yeah. like I want to laugh, but I don't because I'm watching something really fucked up. Which which <laughs> is which is hilarious because the guy who did "Dancing in the Rain." Uh, he let them. He he gave them the rights to use that song, but he didn't know what they were gonna use. He it didn't for. know what they were gonna use it for, and he was fucking pissed. Like he was pissed. He despised Stanley Kubrick for making that song connect with a, a scene like it did. You know what my he favorite? Was very. You pissed. know what my favorite scene from Clockwork Orange is? What's that? Uh, I'd say my favorite scene is when he gets out of that little like psych ward place. And then he meets his friends who are both cops now. <laughs> yeah. And then they beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love that. Okay, so then there was that. And then uh, this movie, Barry Lyndon. And then, of course, in 1980, we had The Shining. And then 87, uh, we had Full Metal Jacket, which he was pissed because he really didn't know about Platoon. Platoon came out around the same time. Yeah. Well, and, and when did was, and when did Apocalypse Now come out as well? When did that come out? I think that came out before. Yeah, but how like, far before? Like a couple years before, I think. Well, yeah, I yeah, see when that fucker came out. Because you know what, the, all those Vietnam movies seemed to all got banged out. Yeah, yeah, all time. all at the same time. They, yeah. they they fucking got threw out. I was actually talking to my dad the naval side of Vietnam, you really don't hear too much about it. The only, no, no, the, only, the only movie they really made that was based around it was Apocalypse Now. Yeah, yeah. I, but other than that, you, and those boats were kind of fucking cool. They were like mini yeah. battleships, man. Yeah. I, those 79. Are pro- What's what? that? 79. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That came, that came out hmm. way before. Hmm. Huh. Okay, and then in 99, he did Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. Uh, but a couple notable mentions here. Uh, in 2001... Spielberg did uh, AI artificial intelligence, which uh, was actually Stanley Kubrick's uh, baby. Yeah, he fucking worked on that for almost two decades. How long? Wait a minute. How long did fucking Stanley Kubrick know about art? Oh, well, I get it. I guess he knew about it in two thousand one Space Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So there's that, and then uh, this is pretty epic. I found this out. This this is pretty interesting. Uh, a couple movies he turned down. Um. And yeah, let's talk about these. I like talking about these. I like yeah. talking about which ones I think he would have yeah. done well and which one he would have done bad. Uh, so in the seventies, a company called United, uh, a company called United United Artists, uh, who was actually owned by the Beatles, uh, they purchased the rights for I, I I don't know how to say this guy's name, uh, Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. It's, it's a Tolkien. 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 Uh, the Beatles actually own the rights for Lord of the Rings. And uh, uh, Paul McCartney some... and John Lennon met Stanley Kubrick personally and wanted him to do those movies. Okay, now pause on that. We'll talk about that. That's fucked up, right? Quick commercial break. Here on XXLMag.com, we like to do hard-hitting headlines such as Iggy Azalea receives offer from Bang Bros to do porn. What the fuck? Wow. Popular porn distributor Bang Bros extends offer to Iggy, Iggy Azalea. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah. I think he would have done the Lord of the Rings trilogy badly. Badly. Oh, well, I don't yeah. think it would have been a bad movie. 
Actually, yeah. let me correct. Well, that. well I actually, think it would have. I would have been very slow, very boring. Yeah, very, and, very bad. And <laughs> he he turned it down. And I think he knew about that. that. Yeah, I yeah, think he would have known. When, when did he? When was that? That was in the seventies. There's no way you could have made those movies. No, no, no. Well, no. I think you could have made them, but they would have been so dreadfully slow. Yeah, yeah. they would have been so dread, especially with fucking how he is. Like even The Shining, very slow. Yeah. Full Metal Jacket, slow, and yeah. those were after yeah, yeah, he yeah. got offered that. Yep. They were very slow movies, slow paced. They kind of dragged, even though they weren't necessarily that long. Yeah. So it's like if he had done the trilogy for Lord of the Rings. I don't think it would have been bad. I the think third the third one when it came out last year. The Lord, the Lord of the Rings trilogy by him would have been very lore heavy, very dialogue heavy, yeah. and it would have been very hard to watch for people who would who just want to watch a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like it, it, honestly, he probably would have adapted the books a lot better. Oh yeah. I'm just saying that it wouldn't have been a good. It would have been a very boring yeah. movie to watch. Yeah, yeah and it, I, because because the new movies have all this action and the special effects. Back then, he wouldn't have had that kind of tech. He would have had to use a lot of practical effects and yeah, and, yeah. and wide shots, shit like that. And it would have probably looked cool. Yeah. But the thing is, is that it would have been so dreadfully fucking boring. That's what I think. Yeah. Because look and at eyes. Look at literally look at his whole filmography. Even Doctor Strange Love is kind of fucking boring. Yeah. I mean, funny and good, but boring. So uh, it would it would have been it would have been, it would have been a tough movie for him to make. Yeah, but go on. Yeah, it's uh, uh so so that's he turned that down, uh, and then the other one I found that he turned down, which me and James agreed. Uh, I would have liked to seen this happen. Yeah. In nineteen seventy three, he turned down the movie The Exorcist, and in nineteen seventy seven, he turned down the movie Exorcist Two. I think he would have done it very good. Yeah, if you I look at so how, if you look at how he made The Shining, yep. he would have made The Exorcist a legendarily good movie. Yeah, I, I think I think, so. I think it would have been a I think it would have been a blockbuster. Yeah, because just because of how narrative he is, and it, just looking at how The Exorcist is in this existence with the with the director that it had. Yeah, as as it was, if you were if I take Kubrick's film design and how he made films in in his in his art direction. It would have been so. It would have been a lot more psychological. Well, and it probably would have still retained the uh, the uh, horror aspect. And it would have been a very. It would. It would have been a trippy as fuck movie. And I think it would have been trippy as fuck in a really good way. Yeah. I think it would have been a cult classic. So, and that's I, my personal opinion. After after we talked about those, because I told James about these the other day, I did find one more that he turned down. Uh, and uh, I don't. I don't know because I didn't like the movie anyway. Uh, it was Interview of the Vampire. I've heard of the movie. I've never watched I've it. I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like the movie. It had like Tom Cruise yeah. gayish in it. Uh, who else was in it? Was it Brad? No. It was Tom Cruise. It might have been. It was Tom Cruise. And, so, and and that's another weird one too that had kind of like pedophilia in it and fucking incest. Uh, well, that's weird. just, that's it, it has to do with actual vampires, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, that's just vampire yeah, themes. That's just vampire it, it themes. It was Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. That that's just vampire themes. That's just age old vampire th- themes, incest and yeah. fucking uh, pedophilia. That's yeah. that's not really whoever wrote its fault. That's just uh, you know vampire shit. If they're staying true to vampire shit, but I don't know anything about the movie. I never watched it. So yeah, okay. So there's that, and then we go to uh, what if Stanley Kubrick directed Dogma? Would it have been an actual good oh, movie? Fuck me. Yeah, just like if he would have produced fucking Limp Biscuit. Okay. 
Wow, you have to be a dick. And just, I was just I, I'm noticing there's something missing in there. What? The, the moon landing. He directed that too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he turned it down. That's a good one. Uh, he, That's a good one. He turned it down. <laughs> uh, I didn't even think of that. that I have a theory good. about The Shining, by the way. That was good. That was fucking good. I have a, th- I have a, I have a fan theory about The Shining, by the way. Are we going to talk about that now? Or we'll after? talk about it later. Okay, good. Remind good, me Because I have it. like 12. Remind me about it. I have like 12. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody's probably already thought of this, though. Uh, okay, so like I said before, uh, I, if, if, if you like Stephen King, I'm sorry. You like a pedophile. But anyway, uh, so you have the book. Mm-hmm. The Shining, and then you have the movie The Shining. Big differences. They're two totally different things. Yeah. If, First big difference, one's a movie, one's a book. <laughs> nailed one, it. One you read, one you watch. Nailed it. Fucking nailed it. Except for what's cool about the movie version is that you can turn on subtitles and you can kind of read and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a couple differences. Okay. In the movie, we got Jack Torrance. In the book, we have John. John Torrance, okay. In the the movie, we have Wendy. What does it mean? We we in the movie we have Wendy. Uh, she's uh, what what is she? She's got dark hair. Is she a brunette? What the fuck is she? Uh, she's got black hair. You're she's got black Wendy. hair. Yeah. So in the movie, uh, I side note, uh, I th- I always remembered Wendy being ugly as shit. Uh, yeah. I watched the movie. I don't think she's ugly anymore. I think she's actually kind of like half hot. Like yeah. she, there's sometimes where she looks like really fucking hot, and I'm like, God damn it, this fucking actor's hot as fuck. And then she smiles, and I see her horse teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fuck, just keep your mouth shut. So, so in the movie, you have Wendy. Talk with your lips got, over your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> she's got dark hair, and and uh, I don't know how to say this any other way, but she's a pussy. In yeah. the movie, Wendy's a pussy. Well, she's she's a fucking she's like she's like a little frail housewife. Yes. And in the book, Wendy's a blonde, and and uh, she she knows how to put Jack in his place. Goddamn right. And you know what? That's Arians, baby. Woo! Another win. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm not a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So and and also sure. in the movie, also in the movie, the first day they stay at the hotel is October 30th. And Ooh, spooky. Yeah. Guess what, guys? It was October 30th. Four days ago. <laughs> and in the book, they start staying at the hotel September 30th. Uh, in the movie, Danny's seven. In the book, he's five. Yeah. Uh, in the movie, uh, you got uh, Danny's little friend, Tony, that lives in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony actually lives in his ass in the book. No. Oh, shit. Sorry. In, that, was, that was the porn I watched. In, in, in the movie... Uh, we never get to experience Tony, really. And uh, we don't get to see Tony. But in the book, Tony's a big part of the book. And Tony's a, a constant character. Mm. And he has way more of a effect on Danny than the movie. Yeah. In um, the movie, Jack is... It's 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 not clear what what the book is he's writing about. He's just like I'm I'm writing a book, Wendy. I'm writing a book. Get the fuck out of here. When you hear this typewriter, you get the fuck out of here. Or whatever the fuck I'm doing. Yes. 
Okay, we don't know what the fuck. You is. fucking bitch! Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That one bled into my from my real life. <laughs> so we don't know what he's writing about, but in the book, you keep fucking. <laughs> but in the book, John, who is Jack, uh, finds a book on the hotel, and the Necronomicon. Yeah. What? <laughs> and he starts. He starts writing this book. He's writing, and, that, and then they lock him in the basement. They lock him in the basement, and there's a little, there's a fucking, there's a crawl space, and he keeps banging on it. And he's got white eyes, and he's like, "Let me out, damn it!" And then that's the first time I ever watched uh, the Evil Shining. Okay, so in the movie, when Wendy is like, "Fuck this, I'm gonna sneak into Jack's, I'm gonna sneak into Jack's room and check out his typewriter." And I want to see what he's working on. Uh, it, it It's just pages and pages that say, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Oh, yeah, you yeah, remember yeah. that? Yeah. Well, uh, one, that's well, not in the book. That's not in the book. And the interesting thing about that is for every country that this movie was released in, that said something different. And that country's language. Uh, so, so say like in France, it didn't say all work and no play makes Jack a doll boy. It said something in France. It, it said something different in Germany. What did it say? Dude, look it up. There's, there's Why ain't you? For, this is your fucking for, subject. For idiot. every, co- no, I'm kidding. I'm for every, kidding. for every country, it's, it's fucking different, uh, which is, which is really fucking weird. Mm. Uh, Maybe they were just stupid and used Google Translate because it never uh, does it completely uh, right. Yeah, I don't think they had Google Translate in 1980, but anyway. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Uh, am I almost done here? Okay, uh, the maze. In the movie, there's a fucking maze. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the book, there ain't no maze. Mm-hmm. There's fucking... Dude, there's fucking animals made out of fucking shrubbery and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just... It's so stupid. It's, the maze is, uh, is a... For, Freudian comparison to sexual desire. Okay. I made that up. I got, I got a couple of them here. Yeah, what are they? In Italian, it's the morning has gold in its mouth. In German, it's never put off until tomorrow what can be done today. Spanish, it's no matter how early, no matter how early you get up, you can't make the sunrise any sooner. In French, it's what you have is worth much more than what you will have. It's crazy, right? That he did that. Hmm. It's fucking, it's crazy. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, okay. So in the book, uh, objects come alive in the book. All kinds of objects. Hmm. It's, 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 th- there's more ghosts. There's more haunting. Things actually get possessed and come alive. Uh-huh. Uh, in the <clears throat> book, the hotel wants Danny's power. And then we have, of course, in the movie, it's room 237. and the book, it's 217. Now, the hotel, the story is, is that the hotel asked for them to change the room number because they didn't want people to not utilize room 217. Because the guy axe murdered his people there. Yeah. So supposedly they chose room 237 because that hotel, which is the Stanley the Stanley Hotel in Colorado. That hotel only had 142 rooms. Yeah. Uh, that's the story. Uh, in the book, or in the movie, rather, uh, 
Do you got any sodas down here? Uh, dude, I don't know. Yeah, you'd have to check. I'll, I'll go check. I was just saying I'm thirsty. Dude, you're both going to fucking leave me right now? No, no. I'll wait for Mike to come back. What the fuck, bro? I'm fucking thirsty. My uh, fucking big therapist thirsty lips. So... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so in the movie, Jack uses an axe to get his shit on. Yeah. Uh, in the in the book, uh, he uses a fucking roquet mallet, a crook. I'm sorry, croquet mallet, which is kind of stupid, right? I'd much rather have the fucking axe, dude. Well, you know what? You've been splitting wood lately, and I don't like that. Okay. Why don't you try splitting wood with a fucking? crotchet mallet or whatever the fuck it's called you fucking Europeans fuck you okay and, and in the, King, and, in the movie uh, Wendy sees uh, the pedo dog bear man thing blowing some dude yeah. with his ass chaps open did you know that there's a there's a there's floor to that right that was actually me in the bear suit yeah I, uh, I, yeah, I heard that uh, in the spooky. book spooky in the book, the dog man just fucks with Danny and threatens him all the time. Hmm. I wonder if that's where Donnie Darko got its theme from. Uh, You've seen Donnie Darko, right? Yeah, actually, I think I have. It's the it's the movie about that teenager who's a fucking angsty little bitch, and then he has he has the bunny man that talks to him. The bunny, the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I seen that. I wonder. I wonder if that that whole thing is based on that. On the on the on the fucking bear bear man fucking with Danny. So, spoiler alert, we know at the end of the movie, uh, uh, Jack is just trying to hack these motherfuckers up. Chases Danny out to the fucking maze, Danny outsmarts him. Spoiler, Jack freezes in the fucking snow and dies. So he gets stuck in the maze? Yeah. Haha, <laughs> idiot. Okay, now in the book, that doesn't happen. And in the book, uh, John, who is Jack, comes to his senses. Oh, Danny... Oh, Danny, I fucking love you, man. I love you. You got to get out of here, Danny. And then the fucking hotel blows up and the motherfucker dies in the hotel. That's how the book ends. Okay. So that would have been what the movie movie would be like if it was directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael Bay explosion. That's funny. Thank you. Uh, Entry-level just- movie joke. And just a quick thing here on, uh, like I said, it, it, it it's actually based, the story, the story itself is based off from Stanley King's perspective. It, is, or, Stanley King? Or, or Stanley <laughs> King. They fused together <laughs> to become one. The <laughs> ultimate story writer and the Stan- greatest screenwriter ever. <laughs> to earn a I am Stanley King. That was fucked up. I was retarded right there. I got bread. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so it's actually uh, the st- Stephen Stephen King and uh, his his wife who probably bangs, who is a monkey in a dress. Did you know? Little, bangs little kids too. But anyway, uh, they stayed at the Stanley Hotel, which is in Colorado. Okay, well. and like I said, it's a hundred forty two room uh, forty two room hotel. And this motherfucker opened July 4th, 1909. That's how old this fucking thing is. That's the real place. Yeah, that's <laughs> the that's the real place. And, you know, it was when it first opened up, it was a place for, like, uh, you know, rich white motherfuckers. 
and they fucking just fucking evil white yeah. people. Typical, typical. They just hung out there, and and, and the funny thing is, uh, this is real funny because I think this is hilarious because I just want to stay this, say this. Uh, the guy who built it is Freeland Oscar Stanley. You know how he got famous and how he got to be a millionaire? The Stanley Steamer Carpet Cleaner. <laughs> Fucking guy got rich off of carpet cleaners, bro. He got rich off of shitting on ladies' chests. Stanley Steamer style. <laughs> Stanley Steamer style. Okay, oh, okay. So Check that's... out Drunken Samurai. I just participated in a song called R. Kelly Style. Come <laughs> check us out. So Stephen King wrote the fucking uh, the story because him and his uh, whole bag wife stayed there, raping little children probably. Uh, did I say I think he's a pedophile? Well, who is in nowadays? Am I yeah. right, fellas? Yay, crazy bastards. Uh, so What can I say? Their kids are sexy. Okay, but now. Now's where it gets weird. Okay. <laughs> okay, because we know Kubrick. This is where we're getting into the weird shit because this is this is when when Kubrick said, "Okay, I'm going to make this fucking movie." Uh they said. Rocky bumped in the mic. Restart the podcast. They said. Uh, Steve, I'm going to get something to drink now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they said Stephen King. Uh, they, they go to uh, Stanley Kubrick and they're like, "Okay, we want you to do this movie." Uh, here is the screenplay. Stephen King already wrote it. Uh, it went into Stanley's hand and he threw it in the garbage. He didn't <laughs> didn't even look at it. Didn't even read it. Doesn't that one of the reasons why why Stephen King doesn't like the movie? Stephen King hates the movie, and realistically, Stephen King hates the movie because Stanley better. Kubrick took that story and made it his and made that movie his and pretty much it boils down to oh shit sorry my big cock you either like the movie or you like the book because stanley cooper pretty much dude he just did his own fucking thing my dad doesn't my my dad doesn't like the Stanley Kubrick version. Yeah, he, likes he likes the Stephen, Stephen King, King version because it doesn't have yeah. conspiracies in it and he likes living his sheep life. Yeah, pretty much. So, okay. So, when when Stanley Kubrick said, okay, I'm going to do this, at the time, Stanley Kubrick lived in England because he lived in England most of his life. Uh, it was very rare he came back here to the States. Uh, so, he's like, okay, first of all, I'm not going to use the Stanley Hotel. You know, the hotel the book is fucking based on. It's also named after me. Yeah, right? That's weird. That's weird. I have to scratch my ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, sorry. I've been smoking crack all day. I'm kind of fucking wired. You know? Okay, so in the book... A little bit of... <laughs> in the book, in the movie, it was called uh, The Overlook Hotel, which doesn't exist. It's actually based on the Stanley Hotel. So what Stanley Kubrick did at the time in England is he built the largest set to that date. He basically built a whole fucking resort over there uh, to shoot this fucking movie in. Did you know? Uh, What the fuck was I going to say? Wow. Uh, Guess you don't know it either. Guess scratch my. Um. Uh, what the fuck was I gonna say? 
I was gonna say something, and it was actually like real substance for once, and then uh, it slipped away from me. Oh, okay. I, I well, gotta say, this fucking chili is amazing. Yeah, it, it came out pretty good. I'm pretty People happy. People eating with it. on the fucking podcast. Yeah, well, I, I'm a, I'm a fucking professional. You know, you know, no. I, I, I work so hard out here. Wow. Oh, what the fuck, dude? That's what I think of that. Hmm. Okay, so when Stanley built his set over there in England. He didn't even build the set based off the actual Stanley Hotel. Oh, now I remember. Uh, I'm pretty sure, didn't the Ghost Adventures guys do the Stanley Hotel? I, I don't know. I don't like them. Well, neither do I. I was going to do a bit where I acted like Zach Bagans, but I wanted to make sure they went to the Stanley Hotel. I have no clue. Okay, I'm going to pretend that they did. <laughs> I'm Zach Bagans, and we're at the Stanley Hotel, the one where the movie The Shining was based off of. That's right, and it's fucking haunted. (laughs) Somebody was raped by a ghost in this very room. If you can hear me, touch my penis. (laughs) Oh, ghost. Side note, um, speaking of ghosts, did you see that bitch that says she's fucked a bunch of ghosts, says she's getting married to one? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Don't put my girlfriend on blast. Alright, anyway, facts. Okay, so, once again, he built this big fucking set. Okay. Whatever. It's like half impressive. He didn't... Uh, okay. And when he built the set, he didn't even base it off the Stanley Hotel. Uh, the interior of the set was actually based off... It was based off... Uh, Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> <laughs> it was based off a hotel in... I believe it was Colorado. I might be wrong. It was called... Uh, Don't eat that, Rocky. Hawani, a Hawani hotel. It was an Indian hotel. It's now called the uh, Majestic Yosemite Hotel. That's what all the interior was was you know set of was was off a fucking Indian hotel. The exterior, he didn't even use the exterior of the Stanley Hotel. He used the exterior of this fucking joint in Oregon called the Timberline Lodge. It mm-hmm. sounds like a place with pedophiles and gangbangs, if you ask me. Why? I, I don't know. It just does. So. This is a really tension-filled uh, episode. Do you want to talk about this, or you just want to burp and fart into the fucking mic? <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking talking about it. Keep fucking going. Okay, so that's the set. So so what you saw in the movie was was nothing. Nothing relative to the fucking book. Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And so basically it shouldn't have even really been said it was based off of the yeah. book. It was Yeah. So and now that you know that that Wait, the, the hotel you saw in the movie wasn't even a fucking real hotel. Uh, that was made. Everything in that hotel was made by Stanley Kubrick. That was all his design. With his own two hands. And I don't even know what the hell I wrote down. I stopped. I lost interest. I started cooking fucking chili. Um, all right, guys. Podcast over. We ran out of info. <laughs> Okay, so uh, so we know Jack Nicholson is in, in mm-hmm. it. My favorite actor, Jack Nicholson. 
And then, <laughs> and then we got Miss Shelly Duvall. Okay. And then we have Danny Lloyd. Uh, Danny Lloyd was the dude who played the kid. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't even know what kind of movie he was making. They didn't tell him. Yeah. He didn't find out till years later. Just say Red Rum. Just say it a lot. Yeah. Say Tony's in your mouth. Yeah, I know, right? The fucking kid didn't know something weird was going on. Uh, And then... uh, That might have been for the kid's safety. I mean, the movie was kind of suggestive. Yeah, uh, they they said uh, Stanley Kubrick was very protective over the kid and how much of the creepy shit... He saw or heard on the set. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually probably got treated the nicest by Stanley Cooper. You know, uh, yeah. Whereas he, the actor who played Wendy she got, got treated like she had. Fucking brutalized. And that's brutalized. what she gets for being a fucking woman. To her fucking, <laughs> until her hair was falling the fuck out. There, there's yeah. an actual, there's a good movie you can watch. It's behind the scenes of The Shining. Uh, I think Cooper had a hand in it. Uh, where you can actually see sh- sh- uh, Shelley Duvall going through the phases of like f- fucking losing her mind. Well, you can kind of see. And at one point, it. her hair comes out. You can out. see it. There are certain scenes yes. where she seems and, looks a lot healthier than she yeah, does. Yeah, and and, and that's that's the thing I wanted to say before when when you were talking to some. She looked oh, she looks fucking rugged. And the acting doesn't seem right. Like, well, the yeah, very, because literally... The very beginning scene, like when she's talking to the doctor about Danny, she looks pretty good in that scene. Yeah, then she just starts to lose her mind. And Stanley Kubrick actually put her through fucking hell. I mean, there was one, uh, one of the shots in there that she was involved in. Uh, I believe it's in the Guinness Book of World Records. For the most amount of takes, it was a hundred and some fucking takes that he made her do. I mean, she broke down. Yeah, I tr- my dad even thought that was a conspiracy, like a conspiracy. No, that's theory. true. No, he knows about that. But I was trying to tell him that Stanley Kubrick really put her through hell in that movie. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh no, I only know about that one thing." No, no, and no. I was like, "No, no, she really, she really did. Was she was treated yeah. like shit on set?" Yeah, he treated her like fucking garbage. He treated her like such garbage. Uh, and and I think he did it to get what he got out of her. Yeah, and it you know, worked. Uh, yeah, but she's fucking batshit crazy now. Yeah, I mean the bitch lost her fucking mind. Uh, but I don't think she you would have got that performance out of her if he didn't make her lose her mind. He pretty much sacrificed a human. Well, she said retro- <laughs> uh, uh, retrospectively, she did say that if she, if if he wasn't tough on her like that, she wouldn't have became such a good actor. Really? She did say that in an interview. Uh, Jack uh, Jack Nicholson said he'd never do another movie for him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Weird, because Jack Nicholson seemed to have hit his... My thing with uh, Jack uh, what, what, Torrance in that movie yeah. is that he's not... He doesn't remind me of somebody who's being Jack Torrance. He seems like he's just acting like Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. <laughs> yeah. Like how Jack Nicholson acts in every movie. Yeah. So it's like, it couldn't have possibly been that hard for him. Yeah. Uh, I, I may be wrong on this. I, I can't remember. Uh, but I'm pretty sure he had two other choices for that. One of them was, uh, I think they're both stupid. Uh, one of them was uh, Han Solo. 
because that's what I know him as. That would have been shit. That would have been awful. Yeah. So one was Han Solo. Yeah. That would have been dog shit. And the other one was, get this, Robin Williams. And now if you know anything about history and Robin Williams, back then Robin Williams was just straight up comedy. He was straight up comedy. Nothing yeah. serious. So, so you're talking about for the role of Jack Torrance. Yeah. Or, or Torrance. Yeah. So so wait, so um, Oh, so you mean the Han you mean um what's his name? Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Yeah, Han for, Solo. I thought you meant that I thought you meant fucking Jack Nicholson had an offer for the role of Han Solo. No, no, no. no. Han uh, no, no. Solo. Oh. Uh, uh, Harrison Ford uh, and Robin Williams uh, were his other two choices for yeah. Jack. Uh, I think, Robert, I, 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 I think Robin Williams could have been interesting. But yeah. he, he might have been interesting. Well, I think he's a very, he was a very, he, listen, Robin Williams was actually a pretty dynamic actor. Oh, fuck yeah. He, I, I don't, yeah, I've yeah, never uh, seen, uh, I've now, never, I've listen, never seen later him in his career, later in his career, but you're talking still early 80s, late 70s. Well, I still think he's he, just a straight up well, comedian yeah, and but, he was a raunchy fucking comedian I know, but I know but but I'm saying that I think that he would have had the ability to do it anyway that's not my thing though I think I still think that Robin Williams at his craziest is still too mellow for the Jack Torrance role and uh, especially not Harrison Ford. He's way too mellow for the Jack Torrance. He would have quit halfway through the fucking movie anyway not even that he just wouldn't he, he would have been put the bat down Wendy <laughs> we're home Chewy. <laughs> it's like and then uh, nah, I think Jack Nicholson was definitely the he was definitely a home run hit for the role. I just don't think that that he had to act particularly hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he just think about Jack Nicholson playing every he, it reminded me of Jack Nicholson as the Joker, just not acting like the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh and uh, the only other two act, well, the actor and the actress I'm going to mention is uh, the actor who played Dick Dick Holleran. That that was the uh, the owner. No, no, Dick Holleran was the was the cook, the black. Oh guy. yeah, that guy, that guy, the black that guy. guy. Yeah. Uh, which because uh, I just want to say his name because his name he had nudie black ladies in his in his room. Yeah, I like that part. Yeah, there's actually... I like the boobies. There's actually some conspiracy about the two pictures. But anyway, uh, I just want to say... The one lady had a big afro. Yeah, she did. Okay, go on. Uh, I just... I'm mentioning him because I just want to say his real name. But I just want to say, too, that in the book, he doesn't die. Uh, And Stephen King wrote uh, basically A Shining Part 2. And uh, Dick Holleran, like, has such a huge role in that. And pretty sure that was a fuck you to Stanley Kubrick because Kubrick killed him. Uh, in in retrospect, uh, I think that was justified because the whole movie is literally named off of what the guy said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how he says, when my mama used to call it shining. Yeah. It's like that... So the whole movie's based on that guy's fucking. The, well, the movie's name is totally based, yeah, based on, that, on that on the, that guy's perspective. So yeah. I don't think they should have killed him. Yeah, and 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 because uh, he's important. And <laughs> the second one, he has a huge role. He kind of like becomes Danny's, you know, dad in a way, and really looks after him, and is like through his whole life. Uh, but anyway, uh, the actor who played him, 
Dude, you're going to love this name. I wish I had a name like this, bro. His name is Scatman Crother. <laughs> Scatman Crother. He looks like a Scatman Crother. Scatman Crother. I don't know if his if that was just his acting, he but he also talks like a Scatman Crother. Scatman. He talked very smooth. He Do you said, imagine your he, fucking he, name being Scatman? Well, Scatman Sam, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, Boy, I feel like I feel like he's he was the kind of guy who would who would have said something he would have been like uh you know said something whimsical and then would have ended with and that's the ding that's for you no I got a ding earlier and uh oh. the actress I want to mention is Leah Belden oh she don't look good now I sent you older pictures you're talking you're 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 talking about the chick that came out the bath out the bath yeah yeah not the old raggedy one falling the fuck I like apart the old rag I like the old raggedy nah. one I like the raggedy Leah one Leah Beldum she played the the hot chick in the bathtub I thought the older lady was hot she was gorgeous I, I, you think Jack I, fucked her think Jack Nicholson fucked her probably what do you mean you think he fucked her oh you mean the actor like took her back behind the set and like we're gonna fuck now I'm Jack Nicholson. We're gonna fuck. She had a really nice butt too. I like when oh, she turned around and you can get you got a scene of her butt. She had a very shapely ass. Dude, she had those nice French titties. Yeah, curved up a little. exactly. I paused the video and jacked off furiously. Wow. Continue. I I never done that to that video. Anyway, uh, only after she turned into the old lady. Yeah, but I sent you the pictures. What do you think? I already seen. I, I watched it today. No, but I sent you the other one. Yeah, I like the other one too. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. you. What do you, you like him? Yeah, I see Fuck you, Okay, that's all I got. Is that it? <laughs> Keep fucking going. Who said okay. you could stop, show host? Okay, so now let's, let's before we get into our own theories, let's, let's talk about some of the differences. Okay. We'll try to stay in line here. Okay. We'll, we'll try to... We'll try to stay in line. Uh, okay, so in the movie, you got the opening scene. They're driving up the fucking mountain and shit. They're driving in a... Yeehaw. They're driving in a yellow car. They're driving in a yellow VW. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nazis? It, and then they have that little conversation, that little weird conversation about <laughs> the Donner party. You're talking about after they decide to move. You're yeah, ta- yeah, yeah. You're talking about the second car ride. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's one car ride. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. At the you're very right, beginning, right. and then there's a yeah, second yeah, yeah, car ride yeah. when they're all in the car. Yeah, I'm talking about the second car ride. Okay. Oh, but I skipped something now. See that? I fucked yeah, up. Yeah, there's like a whole sequence where Danny gets visited by a house doctor. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay. you want to talk about that shit first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go. Okay, so so little Danny's there in the bathroom. Yeah. You know, brushing his teeth. And, yeah. And, and fucking And Tony. then he insta- he fucking, he, ha- he pre-cumps. Hi, Danny. I'm Tony. Fucking da 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 Danny, why don't you use me to jack off? <laughs> so, we're never going to be serious. We're never going to be serious. Never. Never going to be serious. But, Tony, I don't know what that means. So, yeah, he does a little thing at the sink there. 
And uh, then what? He what? He passes out or something? Yeah, he just he, well, he passes out because he he passes out from shock from seeing the uh, the red blood come out of the elevator, because he's asking Tony, yeah, what's wrong with the hotel? And Tony's yeah. like, nothing's wrong with the hotel. I just don't like it. And then he's yeah. like, Tony, tell me what's wrong with the hotel. And Tony shows him the scene yeah. of the of the blood coming out of the elevator. Wow, you nailed it. You and then fucking and, nailed it. And then he fucking passes out. Woo! Red rum. You nailed it, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I literally okay. watched the movie like two hours ago. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, and then the, the doc comes. Yeah. She comes. She fucking comes everywhere. Okay, and <laughs> and and in that little scene there, there's some weird stuff that happens. There's some weird stuff that happens. First of all, you have uh, Wendy. Uh, she's wearing this goofy ass outfit. Well, she's wearing a onesie, red a red onesie with a dress on top of it. Uh, uh, it it's it's kind of like uh, painter, kind of uh, jumpsuit type thing. Well, a, a the, it's a red jumpsuit, and she's wearing like a denim dress on yeah. top. And she's wearing bright yellow shoes. Yeah, yeah, and you can see her. And off to the side in the same shot, a figurine of Goofy. Yeah. And Goofy is wearing the same exact clothes. Yeah. That she's wearing. Yeah. There's just little stuff like that that Kubrick throws in. Yeah. And then... I actually want to talk about what the doctor says, and and I have okay. like a little okay. theory, but that's off towards later. But Okay, all right. We'll, we'll all talk right. about that. Uh, and then also, uh, within the same sequence... Uh, when Danny is in the bathroom having his major conversation with his finger man, Tony, uh, the camera pans back. Danny, stick me your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the camera pans back and it's like shot from his bedroom. And off to the left on the door, you can see uh, one of the seven dwarfs. I forget which one it is. I-, I can't remember which one it is. Sorry, I suck. I guess I suck. I don't know. But... There's like all these little cartoon characters on the door, like painted on the door or stickers or whatever. Uh, But then when Danny's in his bed, the doc's there and the mom is standing in front of the door. That's gone. Yeah. That's gone. And it's one of those things where... Stanley Kubrick was so anal about his set pieces. He doesn't make he, mistakes. Yeah, that yeah, would have been done intentionally. In fact, even my dad admitted that. Yeah. He said if something's in the movie, it's because yeah. Stanley Kubrick wants you yeah. to see there, it. There's, you're talking about a guy who, I think it was, I think it's 127 takes for the world record uh, for one scene. I think I think that's what Which it was. Which scene was it, by the way? I, I don't can, know. Can you also listen to what scene the was? stairs to my What head. Was it the stair scene? Yeah. When he's when she's backing up the stairs with the bat. Wendy, Wendy, give me the bat, Wendy. <laughs> I like when Homer Simpson did it to March. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty good. Uh, so there's that. Okay, so give me the bat, March. Give me the bat, March. March. <laughs> I'm sorry. You I, had your time. whole fucking life. Uh, so there's that. Okay, and then we have, uh, okay, when they go to the fucking, okay, ooh, we're moving. Yeah. And they head up onto the joint up there. They're driving. They're the, having the scene. The yellow Volkswagen. I wanted to make a 
note about that because I actually wrote down some notes, but I remember them, so I don't need to check them. Yeah. But I, I, I made some weird observations. Cool. Uh, that, that kind of weirded me out about the characters themselves, not so much the movie or the directing or Kubrick or anything. When they're driving in that mountain and uh, they're talking, uh, and Wendy is saying shit, and Danny's saying shit, they're not even there yet, okay? And Jack uh, Torrance already seems disgruntled about his family. He already, oh yeah, he, totally. He already see, he can tell that he already doesn't want them around. Oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and it's it's almost kind of off putting because it's because you're trying to introduce them as a happy family before they get there, but you can clearly see that Jack Nicholson is acting like he doesn't give a fuck. Like, he addresses them sarcastically. Oh, very, yeah, yeah, Very obviously, in fact. Yeah. And they're trying to establish the fact that they're a happy family before they get there. Yep. And it's like, but that doesn't. Yeah. And that was very weird to me. Yeah. So. And and you have Jack, who's uh, apparently coming off uh, an alcohol problem. Five months. He got fired from his job. Yeah. And uh, later on, you find out that he, or did you find out before, that he fucked the kid up? He dislocated the kid's shoulder. Uh, that was something. at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. The, he, because he, he's talking to the, Wendy's talking to the doctor and she says, uh, she, uh, it he was dis- an accident. He, he dislocated his shoulder and the doctor's like, looks at her like, what the fuck? And then, and then oh no, no, it was an accident. He, he just pulled his arm fucking yeah. really hard. He only hit the doorknob four times. <laughs> I, uh, I can't seem to find that other one, but, the. Uh... The scene where I can't say his fucking name, the black guy, is explaining what the shining actually is. Mm-hmm. That took 148 takes. Wow. Says uh, to truly appreciate just how much effort went into this film, you only need one fact: Kubrick shot 1.3 million feet of film for it, and almost all of it went to waste. Holy shit. I don't know why I can't find that other one. I, I know what you're talking about. And that's about. how you know his his attention to detail was like kind of next level. And I I forgot to say, um, not only did he put Shelley Duvall for, through shit, yeah. the other actor that he put through a lot of shit was... Um, say his name. Scatman Carter! Fucking Scatman! He did it because he was black and he did it to Shelly because she's a woman. Get it right. Stanley Kubrick, misogynistic, racist asshole. Oh, that's one of the theories. Code fucking cracked. He would have been a Trump supporter. Yeah, the the baseball bat confrontation took 127 takes. Yikes. Hmm. Yeah. Imagine walking up. Like I said. Imagine walking up the stairs 128 times. Wow. And like I said, in that documentary, you actually see her talking. She's whining that her hair is falling out from from the fucking stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I seem to remember fucking bitches whining about everything. My hair falls out every day because I pull it out because I'm because my brain hurts and I just want to get to the brain. I just want to get to the brain. Edward. <laughs> Uh, okay, so... Oh, uh, when they're driving in the car... Yeah. Uh, uh, for some reason, they start talking about cannibalism. You talk about the Donnie, Donner party. Yeah, and they start talking about and, the Donner and, party. And then, and then, um, and then fucking... The, I think Jack goes to start explaining, and then, and then um, what's-her-face is like, 
ah, I don't think we should talk about it. And then, and then fucking, uh, Danny's like, I know what cannibalism is. I've seen it on TV. And then Jack is like, see, he's seen it on TV. Yeah, actually, he said he's seen it on TV, so it's got to be, it's got to be true or got to be real or something like that. It's fucked up. And that was a reference to the moon landing. Just a little quote here from uh, Could be. Duvall. She says, uh, Nicholson's character had to be crazy and angry all the time, and in my character, I had to cry 12 hours a day, all day long, and the last nine months straight, five or six days a week. I was there a year and a month, uh, and there must be something to primal scream therapy, because after the day was over and I cried for my 12 hours, after all that work... Hardly anyone even criticized my performance in it, even to mention it. It, it. The reviews were all about Kubrick, like me and Jack weren't even there. Ouch. <laughs> well, maybe she shouldn't have sucked dick. Maybe she shouldn't have been born a woman. Maybe she should have sac- sacrificed the fucking baby. Right, Rocky? Drink its blood. Right, anyway. He knows what's up. So yeah, so there's the reference to the Donner Party, and then there's the sarcastic remark from Jack. Oh, he's seen it on TV. It's gotta be that fucking day. Whatever. Uh, yeah, that wasn't in that's the book. A, I think that's another reason why he picked Jack Nicholson is because yeah. Jack Nicholson is, is does sarcasm oh, to, yeah. very well. Very well. So. Uh, okay, so then, then we get up to the fucking joint up there, and uh. They're showing them around. I, I think I skipped something. No, 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 I didn't skip it. Bill Murray okay. as Jack Tur- Torrance. Anyway. Wow. Okay. <coughs> so, uh, when when Jack's waiting in the lobby there, he's waiting for uh, the whatever the fuck they are. The other two schmoes that hired him. Yeah. Uh. He's sitting there at the fucking thing in the lobby. He's reading the fucking magazine. It's a, it's a Playgirl. It's a Playgirl magazine. Jack is reading a Playgirl magazine. Uh, I don't think Jack is gay. I think he's a sexual pervert. Uh, there's actually that Playgirl uh, magazine mm-hmm. is real. Mm-hmm. You can look that one up. And one of the major stories in there is uh, about incest and why some parents think it's okay to sleep with their children. Uh, I think he's a sexual pervert because keep going. Well, I don't know if you're going to skip over the part where they go up the stairs and finally make it to their staff room. And do you recall the two chicks that are coming out of their room and then the guys, the guys like, ah, those two girls, see you later. And did you notice how Jack Torrance is the last one to enter the room and he... Peeks out the door looking at them. Yeah, he from was behind. checking them out. Yeah. Uh, did you auto also notice about those two girls? Is they almost looked identical. Yeah. Yeah. It's and they were wearing the same clothes. Yes. Uh, it's it's an ongoing theme with Stanley Kubrick. Uh, with identicals with with twos and twins. Yeah. It's 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 very weird. The guy was fucking just weird, dude. And that's why Stanley Kubrick did 9/11. Dude, what the fuck? It he filmed that movie in chronological order of how it went as we see it. And uh 
It took four months to film the last hour. Wow. <laughs> four fucking months. Yeah. Last hour. That's crazy. Pathetic. She said it took me six months. Said she cried so much that she had they had to keep water bottles nearby to keep her hydrated. <laughs> Imagine just fucking throwing water at her face, bitch! <laughs> Cry! Cry! <laughs> uh, and, and he changed the script so much that oh yeah yeah, yeah. that at one point Nicholson just threw away his copy and learned his lines minutes before the shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said in that in that documentary, the behind the scenes. You can actually see him at a fucking typewriter in between takes changing shit. I mean, uh, weird, weird. Yeah. The, the, the guy was weird. And he made this story his own. And as we're going to talk about in a little bit here, uh, both of us believe there's reasons that he made this story his own. Yeah. That he wasn't trying to tell Stephen King's story. He was trying to tell his own story. Yeah. Through the disguise of... Oh, I have a couple weirdo Fucking Stephen King I have two. I have one realistic one. I have one that's kind of... Eh. Okay. Um, there was another thing that I noted is that uh, Jack Nicholson, before he starts getting angry at Wendy, there's a couple scenes where you can tell he's sarcastic. The first time she wakes him up for, for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of moments where... She says something and he just addresses her like she's a piece of shit. And it's very subtle. It's not It's not something you'll notice if you're just watching the movie. It's something you'll only notice if you're really looking out for it. It's yeah. just his tone and the way he looks at her. Yeah. And you have to imagine that was done purposely. So. Yeah. And that was before supposedly Torrance was going insane. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's kind of, it's it's fucky, fucky. Yeah. Uh, so uh, another thing I, I, I probably skipped, it, it's so hard to remember all this stuff and try to keep it going in order. I'm not, I have uh, to say, uh, what's that famous line when he fucking, when he puts the axe to the door, he says, here's Johnny, right? Yeah, yeah. Why does he say, here's Johnny? Is uh, that a reference to the fucking book? No, that's not even in the book. Uh, that scene never even happened. Yeah, but I'm saying, book. is that a reference to him him being John Torrance? In the uh, no, book? no, no. It was it was on the spot. Uh, Jack Nicholson actually ad libbed, and he took that from Johnny Carson, the Johnny Carson show. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah that's with, how he started the with show. His with Johnny, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's where he got that from. Oh, okay. And Stanley Kubrick didn't even know about. The Johnny Carson show. Like, he didn't know. He didn't yeah. know what that was from. Imagine if he was on the side of the set and he was like, Hey, Jack, you got you got the name wrong. <laughs> and so, Cooper, he ad-libbed. Cooper liked it, so he left it in there. Uh, oh, oh, and uh, when they first got to the hotel, too, uh, the, uh, the, the guy who hired him hired Jack. Uh, he made a comment that the, the hotel was built on an old Indian burial ground. Yeah. Not in a book. That's not in a book. Uh, which would explain why the whole hotel is pretty much there's Indian stuff everywhere. The whole yeah. hotel is, is there's Indian. And shit I, uh, everywhere. Did you notice that they, is there, they use some of the Indian 
uh, decor as satanic imagery. Did you notice that they used some of the, you know, the cow skulls? There were some pictures, yeah, yeah. you know, there were some pictures that were just cow skulls on white backgrounds. And it was, I don't know, there were some pictures that were really weird to me. Well, looking at some of the pictures on the wall when they were touring through it before, like when the when the guys were walking them through. Yeah, yeah. There were just a couple pictures that were off-putting to me that didn't seem like conventional Indian art. They just, they looked. Yeah, yeah, they looked. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, just fucking. Like, Scatman had this soldier through multiple retakes of scenes with zero dialogue. Kubrick filmed him slamming a door seventy-five times. That's unreal. His death scene took forty takes. Near the end of the film, die again. I can't say that dude's name. How? Hollow. Hollow. Whatever his name is. Uh. Dick Hollerin. Yeah. yeah. Walks from his snowcat to Overlook's front door. Kubrick made him film that 40 times in a row out in the cold until Nicholas intervened. Nicholas himself spent three days filming the scene where Jack chops through the bathroom through, through do- the door. Through the door with an axe, going through 60 doors in the process. <laughs> it's crazy. Fucking crazy. And that's what I mean. This guy's. The detail, the way he wanted shit was spot on. Nothing was ever an accident. So, yeah, there's nothing on, an accident on in that On that movie. one, it, it says uh, it wasn't totally Kubrick's decision, though. Nicholas had been a volunteer fireman and kept chopping yeah, through yeah. the doors too quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, so where, 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 where were we at? We, we did the Playgirl. Mm. We did the Girls in the Hall. Uh... The bath, or the, uh, I thought the mirror was the mirror in the room. I don't think it has any real um, relevance. I just thought it was weird to have the mirror in the room that was constantly looking at whoever was on the bed at the time, which was always Jack. Yeah, it was always Jack. Yeah, which at the if you recall, when he sits in the golden room for the first time, he's staring at the back mirror of the yeah. bar, and there there is if if you really pay attention to the movie. There's a play on mirrors. Also, I don't know if you noticed for everything. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed uh, Jack uh, before it switched the first time. No, the second time when it when Danny goes to get his fire truck, and <laughs> uh, and he and Jack is sitting on the bed because he can't sleep. I don't know if you noticed, but in the mirror. He's smiling, and then as soon as Danny comes over to sit on his lap, he's not smiling. Anymore. Yeah, he's not smiling anymore. And that's uh, we're jumping around. That's right before. I mean, that's a small detail. It could have been yeah. just like between different takes. Yeah. And, and and that that scene is right before Danny ends up with the ripped shirt and the bruised neck. Well, when he goes into the room. Yeah. Yeah. Which is still still not explained how that happened. And if it was an entity. Or something. If you think about it, it was also kind of ignored. Yeah, it, Yo, that we'll is. We'll talk about that in a second. Say that is the say. only harm, really. That that's the only physical harm besides Scatman getting whacked. Yeah. Uh, that happened to someone in that movie. Yeah. And there's still no definitive answer whether or not Jack did that or. An entity did it. Yes, a, a ghost. Yeah, an entity. Well, here's the thing. Here, here, here's my thing. Is that um, uh, fucking 
What was I going to say again? Shit. Happy boner that. time. God damn it. You're making it worse. You're making it worse. Give me a sec. I'm thinking. Um, fucking. Dude, he was a real piece of shit. God damn it. Yeah. Kubrick, uh, when it came to movies, he was too much. When, uh, when they filmed the, the whole scene with them running through the maze, uh, they made that on a soundstage, the maze. And uh, to create the snow, 900 tons of dairy salt was spread on the ground while pulverized styrofoam was sprinkled from giant hoppers suspended from set. To make it look misty and foggy, vaporized motor oil was sprayed, which required the crew to wear gas masks. Except well, obviously the, the fucking actors yeah. weren't. What the fuck? Man? Yeah, and uh, you know who got to use all that styrofoam next? George Lucas used it for Star Wars. Wow. The same star from that was yeah. using that. Oh. Yeah, because hmm. yeah, they they weren't that far. Hmm. They weren't that far away from each other, and so they were kind of sharing shit. Are we? I think I was going to talk about the sexual abuse. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the sexual abuse. I know. I don't know if that was that or not. Fuck. I was going to say something. It had to do with Jack and Danny. I can't fucking remember. Fuck. God damn it. Shit. Okay. I'm sorry. It slipped my mind. It was important. Okay. So, uh, okay. We'll just keep going. Yeah. Go ahead. And if I remember, if I remember, I remember it. Oh yeah. So we were talking about, oh, you had how bad my memory is. You had, you had mentioned about the mirrors. Yeah. Uh, mirrors play a huge role. Like you said, uh, when he meets, uh, well, I don't know if it was intentional that between takes and I just thought it creeped me, creeped me out. It gave me chills actually. What the, the, the mirrors? Well, the, it gave me chills when, Jack was smiling, he was facing Danny, and then he's smiling in the mirror, and then as soon as Danny makes it to, um, as soon as he makes it to, uh, to, to Jack Torrance, he's not smiling anymore, and I just thought that was weird, I, it gave me chills thinking about it, I, so I don't know if that was intentional or not. I, I, it could have been, and, and as far as the- But that mi- seems so minute that I don't even think Kubrick would have uh, noticed uh, that. It, it, listen, it, it, it could have been because with the mirror, because uh, you really pay attention to the movie. Mirrors play a huge role. Well, uh, also mirrors in a, in, a, in, a, in a metaphorical sense kind of peer into your soul. And it wasn't like a friendly smile. It was yeah. like a maniacal, yeah. ah, I'm going to kill you smile. And like you said, when, when he's at the bar, uh, there's a mirror. Yeah. When he's in the bathroom... Uh, Talking to Grady. Yeah. Oh, wait, Grady? Yeah, it's Grady. It's the, uh, the previous caretaker. Yeah, but it's... That's confusing, too, because his name changes. See, it starts out Delbert Grady... Or wait. Charles Grady's the one who hacked up his fucking family. Yeah. The guy he meets in the bathroom, he says his name is Delbert Grady. Mm-hmm. Not Charles Grady. Yeah. But anyway, there's mirrors there. Okay, and there's there's another scene where after Wendy accuses Jack of fucking the kid up and strangling him, get you know, putting the bruises on his neck. So what's he doing? Oh yeah, now I remember what I was gonna say. <coughs> he goes to the I bar. remember what I was gonna say. That's right. Thank you for mentioning Wendy because it had to do with her. That was ignored. That was fucking ignored. Think about it. Because as soon as Danny said it was a lady that choked him, it was like it was like Jack never did it. It was like that disappeared yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was up with that? 
And yeah. again, it's, Kubrick is a man <laughs> of detail, and he had very he had he had but very now see Jack. Uh, the weird thing about that is Jack did go to that room. He did go to room two thirty seven. Yeah, to make sure there was a, a fucking lady there. Yeah. <laughs> so if Jack did it, why would he go to the fucking room to make sure there's a fucking lady? There? He was also asleep at the time too. Yeah, Wait, he was dead ass asleep. Yeah. So, but and, but the, here's the thing. I, I, I just don't I don't get it because <laughs> Kubrick was a ve- he's he paid attention to detail and, and and throughout this whole movie the dialogue is very natural it almost feels like real dialogue yeah 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 I know so so that would that's not but that's the one thing that was unnatural about the whole movie was how she immediately accused Jack. Which is okay. Okay, we assume that because of the whole arm dislocation thing. Yeah, and not only that, there are only three of them in the fucking building. Yeah, so so you know she she freaks out immediately, blames them. She doesn't even think twice. So, okay, normal reaction, normal reaction. But then as soon as Danny says something, now he's no longer a possibility. And after he, and now here's the thing, he comes back, right? He comes back. He says there wasn't anything. There wasn't anything, Wendy. Yeah. Wasn't a goddamn thing. <laughs> and she, there wasn't a goddamn thing, Wendy. And uh, and I don't get it because then wouldn't Wendy then be like, then was it you? Yeah. yeah like, exactly. but it, but then it went out the window. Instead, she says, "But that's impossible." Yeah. Well, that that goes to show she's the pussy little bitch, and she can't accept the fact that they're an abusive fucking family. Well, he's well, he's that. abusive. Could have been that. I don't. No, I actually don't think Jack. I don't even think Jack attacked Danny. I think Danny did do it to himself, actually. And that's that's another that's another theory people have that Danny was actually the one fucking Jack up. What? Yeah, Danny was using his powers. Oh, yeah. To get back at Jack. And everything that was happening to Jack was because Danny was making it happen. Oh. Or maybe it was Tony. It was Tony in my belly. That was just daddy's load. Oh, wow. Was that bad? Ooh, that was bad. No, I I just think it might have been like an attention thing. That's what my opinion is because there was none. Of the there was never any harm done by the ghost. The ghosts in that in that movie just show fucked up images to to, to Danny. Yeah. Uh, there was never any physical harm done. To him. No. No. Just really, However, really fucked up. Maybe images. it could have been a ghost because <clears throat> now Jack did go into that room and he did clearly physically touch someone. Yeah. And then realized. Yeah. Then it went to hell. Yeah. So perhaps. It was a ghost. Uh, I don't know. Uh, fuck. I don't really know. So I'm glad. It, 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 there's a million different. That's the thing. Because at this point, this is when the movie, when it comes down to the theories, it can branch out into multiple different yeah. interpretations. Yeah. And, and, and just like the very end of the movie, it's it can be this weird interpretation, which I have my own interpretation of. And we'll get into different interpretations. Yeah. So. Uh, but... Uh, uh, what I was saying before, now you brought something else up, which we'll get into that in one second. But when after after crazy ass Wendy uh, and Jack have their little blowout about this shit on Danny's neck, where does Jack run to? He runs to the fucking bar. Yeah. Okay. When he's walking down the hallway on the way to the bar, 
Mm-hmm. He's walking. Then all of a sudden he spazzes out. Well, he hits shit. He knocks it, it, shit over. And he starts talking to himself. Yeah. And then he's walking. Then he does it again. And then he's walking. Then he does it again. Every time he does that, he passes in front of a mirror. As soon as he passes in front of a mirror, he loses his shit. Mm-hmm. And that's when he starts. Every time he passes in front of a mirror. Yeah. Okay. Now in the room. When he goes to room 237 and you got this fine ass sweet piece of fucking tail in that bathtub. Yeah. And she comes out and he's like, he gets all like that. But when does he see it's a nasty old hag? Through the mirror. When he looks in the mirror. Yeah. So the mirror thing is like. Constant. The, the fucking mirror thing is a constant thing. Well, right out the gate, I thought the mirror was weird. Even when it was the opening scene when Wendy brought him breakfast, I thought it was just weird and how it was placed. It was in the middle of the fucking bedroom. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so it was, it was clearly placed there for a reason. Yeah. Um, but uh, keep going. Uh, I, 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 I want to get to the part where I talk about my theories. <laughs> okay. And uh, I, I just want to throw out some other oddities here. Another oddity is uh, the typewriter. Yeah. The typewriter is using <clears throat> is an old German typewriter. <clears throat> uh, and it's and it's got the old eagle on it too. Uh, He's G- a Nazi. Ger- Germany. See, Kubrick was big on on World War Two. He was all about. Yeah. He was a World War Two buff. He he always wanted to make a World War Two movie. Yeah. But then uh, he was working on one. And then Schindler's List came out, yeah. And he was like, "Motherfucker, I'm not going. Th- I'm not going through this platoon full metal jacket thing." Yeah. So he never made his World War II biopic. Yeah. You know, um, but the typewriter Jack Nicholson is using through the movie is constantly changing color. Really? Yeah, it's fucked up, right? I never noticed that. Yeah, the beginning of the movie, it starts out one color. By the time he gets to the It was like kind of like bluish white at the beginning. It it gets darker as the movie goes on. The typewriter actually changes color. And that is true because one of the people who worked on set uh, was going nuts with this typewriter because after so many scenes with it, Stanley Kubrick would have him paint it, Mm -hmm. repaint it. And he would bring it back to Stanley and be like, oh, no, that's too light. You got to go a little darker. Or that's too dark. You got to go a little lighter. They were constantly painting this typewriter through the fucking filming of the movie. Yeah. So that's pretty weird. And there's a bunch of other things, too, where if uh, you really got to pay attention for this shit, the best thing to do is go on YouTube. There's a lot of people that already put the time and effort into this. Uh, You'll see shots. You'll see shots of a room. And then the next time you see that room in another shot, there's a piece of furniture missing. Yikes. Or there's... Uh, kind of plays in the poltergeist theme. Or there's light switches that are turned off and turned on. And these things you notice, you notice because the camera, the way Stanley uses the camera, he actually... Wow, he's actually pointing out that he wants you to know, hey, this chair's gone. Yeah. Or he wants you to know, hey, this light fixture's gone. Yeah. Or this light, s- s- these light switches are gone. And the fucked up thing is, you know how he was committed to detail. He built this hotel. Mm-hmm. 
the he built the set. He built the set from head to toe. Well, not him, but and, he had and, people build it head to toe. And the set makes no sense. Yeah, the set is like a maze. Uh, like when they go into, when Jack first goes into the office to the guy that hired him, there's a window behind him. Technically, because you can go to the Stanley archives and get his blueprints, that window shouldn't be there because there's another room behind it. Uh, there's hallways that just don't match up. Now you can say, oh, he's trying to save money, blah, blah, blah. And he's just, you know, except. no, if, if that was the case, he wouldn't have Danny driving around the whole place on his fucking tricycle and showing he, it in one continuous exact, shot. Exactly. He wants you to see the layout of this place. Yeah. And he wants people to see the imperfections. He he said these are his easter eggs. Yeah. You know, and it's dude, it's just there's so much weird shit about this movie. There's yeah. so much weird shit. I don't, I don't even know what the fuck. There's, there's just so well, much. Well, didn't you want to finish out the movie about how it ends and shit? Uh, yeah, okay. Good. Where are we? When we hit the end, I'll start talking about my theories. Where are we at? Uh, we're at... Uh, oh, we didn't even talk about the twins yet. Yeah. Uh, so it comes... Oh, man. There's Fuck. a lot of shit to talk about. Oh my god, there's so much shit to talk about. The fucking I tried looking for Easter eggs and the death oh, scenes for the twins. Geez. You know the the scenes when they're in the hallway hacked up and the blood's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I paused. I paused them and looked for Easter eggs in those scenes because <laughs> I figured because they're they're like they're only like yeah. a, they're only like two or three frames. Yeah. They're not that long. They're they're very short frames. Yeah. Like they're like flashes. The biggest and I and I, and I I'd figure that'd be the perfect place to hide something. The biggest so. the biggest thing about the twins they're supposed to be twin sisters. Yeah, uh, they don't look like twins first. No, when Stanley Cooper cast the twins, he specifically cast two girls who didn't, who weren't related, who weren't twins. And they were also different heights. They That's because they were like two years apart in age. Yeah. But yet they were supposed to be twins. And he could have easily just hired twins. He could have just hired twins. Yeah. It's, it's fucking goofy. It's yeah. goofy. He did that on purpose. You could have easily gotten two fucking Burnett twins that look exactly the same i'm sure they would have been lining up at the fucking door for their hollywood ticket yeah so there's definitely he definitely couldn't it's not the fact that he couldn't find one it's that he had a certain fucking idea in mind that idea i have no fucking clue what it is <laughs> i was re, i was just I reading piss. some shit there I have to piss. about uh one of the set designers said about how he had he had rooms with doors that would open into other doors Doors that would open in the fireplaces behind them. Yeah, it's 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 weird. The way he constructed this place is and like there was things that were never even seen in the movie then yeah. either. Yep. It, it, it's it's fucking mind boggling. It's mind boggling. The it, it it it's just crazy. Everything he put into this fucking movie. Right down to the fucking carpet. And dude, this movie was so... You know what this movie was as compared to Stephen King's book? You could say this is a movie based loosely off <laughs> shit from the Stephen King book. I mean, the guy wrote his own story. And... uh I James got some theories. I I think he was trying to tell his own story. Um, 
it's it's I don't know. It's it's so fascinating to me. This this fucking movie is and you know, it, it wasn't a huge hit when it first came out. No. It was not well received at all. Uh the critics tore it the fuck up. Uh but now it's it's like a fucking cult classic. Because yeah. it's just so the movie's so mind boggling. The white beak came out again. You, you know that there's some people that think the movie's about the Greek myth of Theseus and the Minotaur. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, I do, actually. Did you say Minotaur? Yeah, Minotaur. You're talking about Labyrinth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Danny would be the would be uh, the yeah. the guy. Uh, the first time Danny sees the twins, he's in the game room. And and uh, Jack would have been the Taurus. The first time Danny sees the twins, he's in the game room. And... Uh, that makes a lot of sense, actually. The shot right up... I be- like that theory. Right up behind the twins is a poster. And on that poster, first of all, it says Monarch. Yeah, I've seen that, actually. Okay, we all know that. what Monarch is. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Uh, and if it, it's supposed to be a skier. But if you look at... Because it's so dark, you really can't make out the image that it's a skier. Yeah. It looks like a minotaur. It, it, the, I didn't notice that much, yeah. but but the, I well, d- well, I only know that because, like I said, no, I just know, I just noticed the, the path. I just noticed because, like, I was looking for Easter eggs through the whole movie. Yeah, so I noticed, they're, they're, I noticed the modern, I noticed some of the posters, and I noticed yeah. some of the paintings on the wall. That's why I was talking about how the cow. It was like cow head pictures with no yep. context. Yeah, and it looked like they looked like Satan heads. Yeah. from a distance, until you got up close to them. So, but but whatever. Either way, um. That I actually like that theory. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. There's a maze. Yep. There, uh, Jack would have been the Taurus. Yep. Danny would have. Been, it would have it, and 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 all that sense. stuff. All that stuff we're talking about. That's not in the book. This is what Stanley Kubrick came yeah. up with. It's it's a possibility, man. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh uh did what else, what else is there to talk about though? Um, uh okay, so we touched on the twins. Hmm. Uh, we talked about Grady's name switching. Yeah, is there a reason for that? Uh, dude, there's no definitive reason for that. Hmm. There's, there's no. Could it have just been something that got lost in translation between him making script changes? I, I don't know because Jack actually calls Grady out and says, "Dude, you're the one who hacked up your fucking wife and kids." And he's like, "No, I'm not." He's like, no, "I don't I'm, recall." I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking. I'm Delbert fucking Grady. I ain't fucking Charles Grady. And he's like, I've always... And then eventually... He's, he's like, cr- I've always been the yeah. butler, just like you've always been the caretaker. Yeah, and, he, and then he eventually cracks and says, maybe you have to take care of your wife and kids like yeah. I did. Yeah, later on. Yeah. You know that there's there's also a theory that you're actually supposed to watch the movie backwards and forwards? Okay, I know time. about this one too. At the same time? Yeah, it, I, you can if uh, uh, it's meant to be watched backward and forwards concurrently in order to unlock the Kubrick code. When viewed this way, with the images superimposed on top of one another, it brings out an eerie subtextual subtextual con- congruencies between the beginning and the end events, with the two virgins meeting right in the yeah. middle at the scene where Dick. I can't say his fucking name. How how how? Halloran. Halloran, there we go, is lying in bed watching TV. Yeah. Yeah. 
And and that that goes uh, on on the lines of the twins again, and, the two one and two, and that would explain red rum. Yeah, you, you say backwards. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, uh, I, I I fucking are, are the two black ladies that the two uh, naked black ladies in his room were are they twins by chance? Okay, see that's another doubling uh, right there. Yeah, because there's doubling. only two. Yeah, he doubles he doubles everything. Everything gets fucking doubled. It's it's hmm. it's it's fucking. Oh my god! I would have loved to have been in this guy's so brain for like fucking like, thirty minutes. So it's kind of like if you could split the movie in half, you could still see his image of what he want what he wanted you to see. Yeah. If you split this everything in half. Yeah. It's fucking weird, man. It's uh, fucking fucking weird. What else is there? We gotta cover everything. Uh, General, I don't know if we can cover. No, I, I'm talking. I'm talking to broad, broad strokes, broad strokes, broad strokes. Okay, now we get to the scene where, uh, uh, let's talk about where Jack, uh, Wendy finally grows a set of fucking balls, locks his ass in the fucking cooler. There, locks his ass in the cooler. Who the fuck let him out of that cooler? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. Cause some people, some people think that Danny did it. Uh, some people think that none of the ghost was real. It was just all in Jack's head, and it was it was all in his head. There was really no ghost. So if that's the case, who the fuck let him the fuck out, dude? Um, that would play into the Danny thing, him doing that on purpose, and get yeah, that would play making him fucking crazy. Yeah. Letting him out so he because dude when Danny him out so he can run rampant. Listen, when Danny got to the maze, that little bastard had a plan, dude. Hmm. Think about it. As soon as he hopped in that maze, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. He had a fucking plan. Maybe Jack was the good guy. Some, some fans <laughs> claim Jack is a test subject for MK Ultra, with the Overlook representing the CIA slowly but surely eating away at his mind. Well, now that goes to the that poster that says yeah. Monarch on it. Yeah. I mean, that's very possible. I mean, just if you look at how he becomes, and uh, he becomes a completely different person over time. Oh, dude, he fucking tweaked. Kind of. I mean, I mean, he was an asshole at the beginning. Yeah. But. He goes from being, I guess you could say a snide asshole to just aggressive after that, so. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Uh, what else was there? I'm trying to think of some key shit from the movie. Let's see. I, I, I talked floors. about... Floors. The floors. Talk about the floors. The floor you patterns. Just, you just want to get into that floor pattern? Yes. Okay, now that floor pattern wasn't in any of these fucking hotels. Any of these hotels that are real, it wasn't there. No. That floor pattern was designed by Stanley Kubrick. Yes. Okay. I really like the 232, was it, or 230, what's the room? 237. I really, the pattern in that room was really weird too, in the floor. Yeah, that one was weird. It looked like it was dongs. Like, it was like it? wavy, wavy yeah. purples and greens. Dongs. I guess. I don't know. But it was all patterned. Yeah, yeah. Meticulously. Yeah. And uh, I, f- I feel like I've seen the floor patterns from uh, the orange, uh, like, octagon ones. I feel like I've seen them in movies before. Oh, dude, those those things, 
listen, that that floor, that pattern, I think has become more famous than the fucking movie. Yeah. Because it is so used. It's been used in Pixar films. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that pattern. Yeah. Dude, you can buy hats with that pattern, shoes yeah. with that. That pattern is so fucking famous and it's from that fucking movie. I was going to say, I've seen that shit everywhere yeah. before. Yeah, and if you've seen a fucking like, satellite view, it looks like a NASA launch pad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to cover everything so we can get yeah. to the end. Because uh, I want to talk, talk about some stuff. Yeah, I know. Well, what else? What else? What else? What else? Key things. Key things. I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm fucking thinking, dude. Um, that dwarf that's on the wall is dopey. Oh, it was dopey? Yeah, because his mom's fucking dopey. She's a dopey bitch. Uh, the Red Rum! Red Rum! Little did you know Red Rum Backwards is murder. No way, really? Oh, uh, fuck. Dude, I didn't fucking know that. Game over, fuck man. Fuck you, Rocky. Wow. Suck my dick, Rocky. That's Rocky Dog, everyone. Rocky, you got anything you want to say? I got a shit. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Just just get into the shit and we'll fucking go from there. I you you you, you go. I got I'm going to Okay, drink. I made up Did a theory. You, wait, what? Do you know that after he has the visions of the uh bloody elevator and stuff and it shows his bedroom again, Dopey's missing from the wall? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what I was saying oh, before. Yeah. yeah, Dopey's gone. It's it's just fucking gone, dude. Just like some of the furniture and shit. All the weird shit. It's just fucking gone. It's done for a reason. Yeah. What the fucking reason is is beyond me. Specific fucking set pieces. This article says some people take that as a sign that Danny is no longer dopey, but rather enlightened now. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it could mean something like that. Yeah. It's possible. We don't know what's going on in fucking Kubrick's mind. No, no clue. But um, what I wanted to mention was, uh, and this is my personal theory, and I'm sure somebody else has fucking had this theory, but this is what I thought. And this came to me when I noticed uh, Danny was wearing the Apollo shirt. I noticed that he had a bunch of like space paraphernalia uh, before that. But uh, I, it really hit me when he started... Let me look sexy. Uh, it really hit me when, when Danny was... Uh, riding around on his scooter and uh he was he made it to uh I th- what the the right before he got fucking fucked up by the ghost or jack or by himself whatever he was wearing the apollo shirt um to me to me i think if anything um i think those all those moon landing references i think that they if anything because I think we went to the moon. I'm not a moon landing uh, denier. I personally think we went to the moon. I just think that we hide a lot of the information that we may have gathered there. Uh, I think that we may have seen more than than we lit on. Uh, but uh, fucking... And I think Kubrick putting all those moon references in there is him taking a piss out of people thinking that he directed it. I think that's him being like... <laughs> You guys are yeah. fucking idiots. Like, well, I mean, like, I I think he may have even directed the footage, but we actually did go to the moon. 
You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's like that's a possibility. I think that we were just shown the fake version, but like all the shit that we did actually see, like because listen, some people have found some rather suspicious sh- structural-looking things on the moon, and that's weird. But that's in a whole nother fucking episode. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, we're gonna need a lot of alcohol. Now, me, episode. what I think it is, I think that Danny wearing the Apollo shirt, he's specifically wearing a spaceship on his shirt, okay, right before he gets fucked up by the ghost or Jack, whatever, okay? I think that he is humans going through space. I think that that the the Overlook Hotel is traveling through space and time, like exploring places that we've never gone before, and it fucking us up because it's beyond our comprehension, that's wow, actually, that that was fucking beyond my comprehension. Well, that's what I thought, and in in us getting hurt by foreign things that we never thought existed, and that's that's, that's what I took from it when I thought saw. That's what I immediately thought when I saw the spaceship on a shirt. I imagined of people traveling through space and th- seeing things they couldn't comprehend, and being hurt by things like aliens, uh, alien races that are far stronger than us, forces that are beyond our. Our, our understanding, basically. That's what I gathered out of that. Second theory that I found. Um, it goes all the way to the beginning of the movie. And, and I think it has... And it kind of has to do with genetics, almost. I think it has to do... It's a mental health thing. Second theory is... If you recall what the doctor says... Right after she talks to Danny and she's talking to Wendy. If you, it, auto, you She says something about auto-hypnosis. Do you recall that? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, she says, you know, child, uh, people, uh, ch- children especially go through something called auto-hypnosis where they, it's exactly what it is. You hypnotize yourself. Now, hypnotism, uh, if you've looked into it, it's not simply you do a thing and then you, yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes you can completely change your perspective on how things are viewed and what goes on in your brain. Supposedly. I've never been hypnotized, but uh, they say that's, that's how comedians work. They hypnotize the crowd. That's why, like, comedians, they say some comedians, they get laughs even if they tell a bad joke. A bad, yeah. So, it's like, and, and so, what I think it is, is that I think Jack, with the bar scenes, I don't think they're ghosts. I think he's hypnotizing himself. I think because he's been secluded for so long that he hypnotized himself. He, and that's his way of having contact with people. He hypnotized himself. And I think that's what possibly the mirrors are for. Because I, I'd imagine you could probably use that as a hypnotizing device, as a oh. way, as a way to uh, mentally, uh, I guess you could say, invade someone. And I, and I think, I, and I think uh, a lot of the visions that, because think about it, the only people who are seeing villain visions are Danny and Jack. Yeah, that's it. Wendy doesn't see shit. No, she's she's a moron. fine. Nothing's going on with her. Yeah, there's nothing going on there. Let me tell you. Well, I mean, other than the shit that's happening to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but as far as seeing shit and weird shit happening, nothing's happening to her. She doesn't think there's ghosts there. But as far as Jack's having whole... He, he's imagining a whole fucking party is happening around him. He, he, he's, he's in his own world. He thinks he's writing a story when he's sitting there typing... Yeah, yeah, What, what does he type? All work and no play makes Jack a dull, dull boy. boy yeah. Okay. And he thinks he's sitting there working. You see, he's fucking, he's fucking hypnotized. He's out of his own brain. And, and I think it's supposed to be a play on uh, solitude, perhaps. Oh, like uh, ca- the whole cabin fever thing. And I think it applies to Danny, too. I think Danny suffers from it in the movie. 
Oh, that, that's my theory. I don't even necessarily believe it, per se. I'm just saying it's a possibility because because the... the I don't know. The doctor seemed to make that a point of auto-hypnosis. She made that the specific point of Danny passing out. And she pretty much said that he stressed himself out by yeah. hypnotizing himself. And then, he, and then he, he fucking passed out. So, like, it makes me wonder, is it, like, a play on mental health? Is it a play on f- fucking uh, solitude and what it can do to certain people? I, that's... That's what I. That's my other takeaway that I possibly. But I, I, I personally like my fucking space theory better, because. I don't know. It just seemed to me like he he reminded me of a human traveling through space and discovering things that perhaps humans should never discover. Well, like because that's a, that's an opinion that some people have that we might ever might discover something that's beyond all comprehension. Yeah. Like like an H.P. Lovecraft kind of Cthulhu like entity that would fucking destroy us if they if it wanted to in a fucking snap of its fingers like Thanos Thanos Marvel Fortnite dance Fortnite dance <laughs> Fortnite is the fucking entity That's it that's what that was my take That was my take I don't you, you guys can talk about it now if you want Uh I I'm, I'm so confused like because I see Stanley Cooper trying to to cram, cram like fifty million different things into that movie. Hmm. Uh, I'm not saying I believe it, but some people believe the movie's about Indian genocide. Yeah. I could see it honestly, yeah. because because if you think about it, I'm not the kind of person to be an SJW like fucker. Yeah, but think about it. Did you? Is there a single colored person in the movie other than Dick? No. No. Okay, it's all a bunch of fucking white people. Well, I mean, uh, assumedly. Yeah. I mean, like, when they arrive, everybody's packing shit up. Yeah. But it's this big, beautiful, lavish place. But yeah. what is it adorned with? Yeah. Indian decorations. Yeah. On top of an Indian burial ground. Yeah. It's almost like, it's almost and, like sacrilege. It's like, fuck, it's saying fuck you to the people that were and, there before. And some, yeah. some people uh, believe if you look at Scatman close enough, yeah. like, he chose Scatman because his facial feature, if you really look at him, Maybe lighten his skin a little. He kind of has that like that Native American yeah. look to him. Yeah, you know. And and what else struck me as odd about now this movie was released in 1980, okay. And in 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 the movie uh, when Jack is talking to Grady, yeah, uh, twice they referenced uh, Scatman as being a nigger. Yes, that's what they say in the movie before you fucking freak out. Yeah. That's what they say in the movie. Yeah, th- that's what they call him in the movie. Yes. And even for 1980, that's kind of like... That was very... That's taboo. Yeah. I mean, this ain't Quentin fucking, uh, a fucking Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, and it's I also... Mean, and it's, 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 you have to put it in perspective. It's almost 20 years after... Yeah. The, after so Martin Luther King had died, so... Yeah, so... You, just from that, you have the whole, you know, it could, he threw in the whole, he did throw a lot of shit in there that has nothing to do with the book. He yeah. threw race in there. He threw Indian genocide in there. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people think he threw uh, the gold standard, uh, the Federal Reserve in the United States. They think he threw that in there. Okay. The gold room. 
Uh, okay, there's a reason. And, and it was, and that's why it was based in the 20s, because that's when the Federal Reserve was made. Yeah. It was what was it you made in the 19? Uh, Federal Reserve was, was uh, 1913. 1913. Yeah. Yeah, and so. Because if you look, if you Stanley Kubrick has his own archives, you can go to his archives, uh, and before that was the gold room, it yeah. was actually the silver room. Yeah, uh, the crew were pissed. They spent all this time making the silver room with these little silver tiles, and then all of a sudden they had to switch it to gold. Yeah, and another thing is. Is when Jack he, goes. He, uh, side note: His brain had to have been going all the time, dude. With how often he changed shit, his brain—he must have been thinking about how to change shit while he was fucking like off. You know what I mean? Yeah. He must have been like at home, like, "Fuck it, gold room. That sounds yeah. great." <laughs> and and another thing is, is when Jack goes to the bar for the first time. Yeah. And he rips out his money. Well, he doesn't have. He said he had. He said no, he had. That's the second time. No, the first time he goes there, he says. I have two twenties yeah. and a ten in my wallet here. Yeah. And then when he pulls out his wallet finally, he says, Ah, oh, I don't have any cash. Uh what? Yeah, he says he doesn't have any cash. But he pulls out his wallet. He says, I have two twenties and a ten for you to pay for the fucking drinks. Yeah. The first time. And then when he pulls out his wallet, he doesn't have any money. No, no, that's 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 gotta be wrong. Because he does pull out money. That's the second time and, he pulls and, out money. And, he's and then they say it's on the house. That's the second time. Okay, but he doesn't just say it's on the house. He says, your money is no good here. Yeah. That's because his money was printed after Yeah. the the gold standard was dropped. Yeah. It's one of the theories. And then at another point, uh, he says, uh, hey, Lloyd, how's my credit here? That's the second part of her. Yeah. So I'm just saying that, that there's yeah. something there's something fishy about the first part too. When he says, I have two twenties and a ten for you, Lloyd, and then when he pulls out his wallet, he has no money in his wallet. Yeah. So there's a does that is that a reference to a market crash? Was something it going on there? Could be. Because I mean it's it's based on the times. Is there some sort of fucking big like uh is there a reference there? Is that a reference to saying that all your money just disappeared like that? Yeah. Is that some sort of reference? I don't know. It could be that because I found that that was one of the weird things that I noticed was that he said, I got money for you. Yeah. And then when he pulls out his wallet, he has no money. His wallet is literally empty. Yeah. And he says, can I just, can I just have this drink? I'm putting it on the tab and he yeah. is like anything for you. Yeah. Yeah. For your, your credit's good here. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we have, let's see, we have the. The Indian thing, we have the gold standard currency money thing. And uh, just as a side note, Stanley Kubrick was all about gold. Like most of his his money, his assets, w- it was gold in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And other people, other famous people used to make fun of Stanley Kubrick. Because he was always trying to get people to invest in gold. Yeah. So <laughs> retrospect. Huh? Yeah. Retrospect. Yeah. So okay. So now we have the, the 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 gold thing. Now we come to the moon landing. We come to the the moon. The big one. The big one. Okay. First of all, I I, I your theory is pretty interesting. 
Okay. Well, mine doesn't but, necessarily have to do with the moon. It has to do with space travel. In yeah, general. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, look at yeah. 2001: Space Odyssey. Yeah. It kind of addressed that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. A, a little bit, and, and even in the end of 2001: Space Odyssey, it kind of addresses that, where he's having like a memory, but yeah. he's old, and, and 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 it's all fucked up. It's like a psychological fucked up thing. Yeah. And that's what. That's what I thought, like, that's what I took away with it, is, like, is that we went into space with little comprehension yeah, yeah. of what we would find. That's the, because yeah. everybody gets fucked up in yeah. the more that they spend time there. And it's, in I don't know, maybe I could be completely fucking wrong, but that's just my takeaway. That's what I noticed, because he's specifically wearing a space, he's not wearing, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a launch one. Yeah. He's, he's, he's wearing, like, the space cruiser like after all the shit falls off of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to me, that means he, the hotel is space and he's humans exploring space. Yeah. That was my take. Hey, can you give me a little more cracking? Just just a little bit. Uh, okay, so you got Danny playing on the carpet. Yeah. That looks like a fucking launch pad. Yeah. He's got all his, all his little trucks lined up just like it would be around a launch pad. Yeah. He's wearing his, uh... and then the ball That's rolling good. down the hall and hitting the fucking trucks is no Korea send no kaha fuck you. Okay, so you got you got Danny, and then really weirdly, he just stands up, and it's like slow motion. What are you, what are you talking about? And After the ball rolls over? Yeah, he just stands up. Yeah. It's like a slow motion. Yeah. You have the rocket on the shirt. Yeah. It's almost like a rocket taken off. Yeah. Okay. And not to mention, dude, this is like 10 years after the fucking moon landing. Mm-hmm. How relevant are fucking moon landing shirts? Like how relevant are Apollo 11 shirts 10 years after the fact? Are they fucking relevant? I don't know. But he stands up almost like a rocket launching. And then real slowly, he goes down to room 237. Yeah, which is open now. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's open. It's open. And he goes into room 237. Now, some people say, some people say the math is wrong. I don't know. I'm not a fucking scientist. Some people say the math is wrong. Some people say the math is right. That when the earth is, what, at its closest, uh, it's around 237... What the fuck is it? Million? Mm-hmm. Millions? Is it fucking millions? It might be 237,000. I don't remember. 237 million miles away from the fucking earth or some shit. Don't remember. I don't, I think, did I, see I, I don't think it's million. No, dude, it might be. I, I seen an interesting fact uh, yesterday. It said, uh, it was from this one website. They said if you take all the planets in the solar system and line them up, like start with Earth, yeah, and put them all in a row touching each other, yeah. It still wouldn't go to the moon. Are you sure about that? That's that's what it fucking said, dude. Just the planets. If you put them all next to each other, I don't think so. I'm telling because you, because Jupiter. I think Jupiter's big enough to fucking engulf I'm t- both. I'm fucking both telling us, you. Uh, that's how Earth. far away the fucking moon is. What from us to the moon? Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, you're gonna get around 237 million mean. 240, 230, 242. 238 million. Yeah, 238 million. Okay, 
So, two hundred thirty-eight million. Okay. Yeah. How many miles diameter is Jupiter? Wow, you might be right. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. Because Jupiter is only uh, its diameter, so from one end to another through the middle. Yeah. Is uh basically about eighty-seven thousand miles. So. Okay. So, yeah. Fuck. It would. It so would listen. So you have Danny taking off like a rocket, like Apollo eleven. Yeah. That went to the moon. Yeah. He goes to room two thirty seven, which is about the distance to the moon. Mean, a mean distance because the moon is changing. Yeah. Sometimes it's further. Sometimes it's closer. Okay. He goes into room two thirty seven, and that's when he gets fucked up. Yeah. Some people think that's Stanley Kubrick. Saying, listen, I filmed the fucking footage. I can't say anything or they're going to fuck me up. That's what they're some gonna people... They're going to rough you up. Yeah, yeah, that's what some people think. Yeah. Okay, now, Stanley Kubrick did hang out when he was making 2001 Space Odyssey. He did hang out with a bunch of high-end NASA people. A matter of fact, they called his... where where. The set he made to film 2001 Space Odyssey, they called that NASA... What the fuck did they call it? Oh, my God. NASA 2 or NASA NASA East or something. They called it... They even called it NASA something, you know? So it's like... And he was really in with these fucking people, dude. Really in with him. Well, he was in with some government people, wasn't he? Yeah, so it's like, uh, what the fuck, man? I farted. It smells really bad. I'm so sorry. And if you look at his filming for 2001 Space Odyssey, where, you know, especially in that one scene where the, uh, you got the monkeys there and in the background, dude, that background's all fake, bro. And that's like the first time that type of shit was done. And if you look at some of the moon footage, man, it's almost like that's it's the same fucking deal. You know, so Yeah, I'm of the opinion that the moon footage that we've received might be fake. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm wrong. I don't think any of the moon footage we've seen was real. But I do think we went to the moon. Yeah, I I, I, I just yeah. don't think uh they want to show us what was there. No. I'm not saying that like it's like a super base or anything, but I think they're I think there's weird derelict shit there that perhaps, perhaps because listen, I'm of the opinion that we've had uh, human civil not human but civilization before humans that we don't we're not aware of yet. Yeah. I think what is the oldest set of bones that we've ever found yet? Is fifty thousand years old? I have no clue. Not very old. Yeah. Fifty thousand. That's less than a fraction of yeah, the Earth's fucking existence. Yeah, that's nothing. And you have to figure that's there, nothing. There has been habit. That's a fly's life. It, really, it is. It, it, yeah. The Earth is Earth is how how old is it now? Four billion. I don't know. Four it's billion? older than me, bro. Mm. I know uh, it's flat though. Yeah. Well, the thing is, <laughs> and if think about it, if we're lucky, we only get like a hundred. Yeah. We only get like a hundred years of all that. Yeah, man, we're like piss, but whatever. Uh, fucking. So you have to think about that. Fucking so sea turtles live longer. You know, uh, the Earth was only uninhabitable for, I think, the first couple million years, where it was all, like, fucking volcanoes and explosions and shit. 
but eventually uh, life was able to exist here. And you have to imagine that maybe perhaps at some point something ha- could have evolved. I mean, how long have humans been around as far as we know? I mean, uh, hold on. Let me look up. There's, while you're looking that up, there's one thing I want to point out, too. Uh, there was the comment in the beginning of the movie where Jack said, oh, it's on the TV. It's got to be real. That could be a bust. Okay. That could be a bust on the fucking moon landing. Here, here they, they speculate that humans evolved 200,000 years ago. That's another fucking drop in the bucket for Earth. Dude, that's nothing. Yeah. Okay, so you're telling me that within the 4 billion years... Let me do, double check. See that's how old nothing. Earth is. How old is Earth? Fucking older than my balls? Yes. Earth is 4.5... <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. Earth, Earth is time. Earth is four point five four billion years old. So you're telling me that within its four point five four billion year old lifespan, there couldn't have possibly been life at any other point that would have had the technology, possibly even had possibly had the technology to to uh, advance themselves. And it's possible. Listen, uh, we can't. There's there's parts of the Earth within the crust that we can't reach. We haven't, no, we haven't excavated no. what, what's going to happen when we get down low and we start finding There's fucking, fucking Antarctica, bro. Well, I'm saying, what if we go far down, down far enough and all of a sudden, Oh shit. These kind of look like, uh, structures. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And that just built Dude, up, we don't uh, that just built up over billions of years. Dude, there could have been then, a civilization more advanced than us. And it, it's something, and, but, it, but it, but it got destroyed or yeah. it moved on. Yeah. And, and that's what my thing is with the moon. And yeah. that's why I think there's weird... Stru- listen, I know I'm going to sound so fucking crazy. I'm sure there's people out there who are going to think I'm fucking insane. But listen, there are fucking pictures of the moon that somebody ordered. Somebody went to NASA straight up. Come here, buddy. What's... Uh, you can't have any flips. Okay. There's actually a bag there with some lifesaver shit. Take my books out. Yeah, and, why don't you enjoy your candy, you fucking non-diabetic fuck? Uh, I got your peeps in there, bro. Yeah, why don't you just stuff your fucking mouthful of sugar Yo, right dude, in front of me? Listen, that is like fucking over $100 worth of candy that I got for like 30 bucks, bro. Because dad knows how to fucking shop. Okay, this is Trump's America. He taught me how to shop. I'm going to eat all my candy now, my candy, my sugar-filled candy. I'm never going to get diabetes, but ha-ha, Jimmy, Tom, fuck what, you. what do you think about The Shining? Uh, it's a good movie. Do you have any opinion? Um, do you think it's about life. anything? Here, come over. What's your opinion, quick, and then get the fuck out of here? Apollo 11. All right, that's my boy. Yeah, there you go. That's my boy. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, as He's I was saying... He's a trumper. There you go. Okay, so four... Four point five four billion years old. We've only been around for speculated about two hundred thousand. Okay, that's when humans evolved to the form that we're at now to be intelligent. Okay, so you have to figure that there there's a possibility, and you can call me crazy that there's a possibility that there was advanced life at some point, and they may have abandoned Earth or maybe even gone extinct. Yeah. Now here's the thing, uh, and I'll, and I'm talking about the moon structures. There was a guy who uh, who had fucking basically like stormed NASA. And fucking demanded to see yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah, I know that story. Yeah, and he had fucking gotten pictures. And yeah, there's some weird... There's some sh- weird shit. There's some weird structures up there. Unnatural structures, like straight lines and shit like that up there. That, that to me, might point towards... Maybe at some point, they had maybe even civilized... Had some civilization on the moon. 
like, uh, whether it was advanced or not, like, whether they just sent people up and they civilized it a little bit, but if they had, they've, they've crashed, um, satellites up there with bombs on them, and the fucking, the moon has rang for, like, how many hours straight, three hours straight or something yeah. like that, like, it was fucking hollow. If it was, if it was fucking, and, and, oh, God, people are gonna be like, oh, you hollow mooner, haha, <laughs> you're fucking retarded. Listen, if, if it was 100% solid, it wouldn't have fucking rung like that. Now, I'm not saying that there's a secret fucking moon base up there, but I am saying that what if the, maybe the moon had natural resource at one point? What if they tapped it of the natural resource that was up there? Maybe, maybe the moon, ha- because look at, like, Europa and shit on other planets. They have fucking resources and shit. What, what, but our moon, you're, t- you're meaning to tell me that our moon is just a bunch of fucking rocks? What if it was tapped at some point? What if those structures were, like, uh, oil fucking rigs, you know what I mean? And maybe that's why it's hollow, because it got fucking, it got fucking sucked out or whatever. I don't fucking know. Uh, and I know that sounds really crazy, but what the fuck do we know? We've only been around for 200,000 fucking years. We don't know anything yet. Yeah. Sorry. We haven't even excavated the deepest parts of Earth. All I'm saying is is that if we get down far enough and we find some sh- weird shit, er- the narrative's all of a sudden going to fucking change. Man. That's all I'm saying. Sorry. I had to rant. Be- because cause people seem to think that they know everything because... Because modern day science has provided certain answers. Just because modern day science provided certain answers doesn't mean that they're absolutely right. And it doesn't mean that they got all the facts. They could have some of the facts, but not have them all laid out yet. They might not have the rest of the story. They only have the first couple pages of a fucking multiple hundred fucking page book. You know what I mean? So it's like, we, we cannot fucking throw it out the table that, that there may have been society before humans. Especially when humans have only been around and fucking around for 200,000 years. Just saying. Okay. Sorry. No, that's cool. Uh, uh, well, uh, just so you know, we're over two hours. Okay, yeah. I, I just I got one more thing. I, I, I said before, uh, this fucking rum is good tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh... Uh, I decided not to drink tonight. Yeah, I noticed. Good for you, man. I'm proud of you. I'm getting sober. It's, I have a fucking girlfriend now. It's <laughs> it's no nut that's November. Not, that's not when you get sober. Uh, another thing I wanted to point out, I, I forgot before, but it ties into the whole moon landing thing. Like I said before, where Jack says, I oh, seen it on fucking TV, so yeah, it's got to be fucking true. Yeah, that, uh, that could have been a snide okay. remark. About yeah. It. Okay, but later on in the movie, uh, 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 Danny and uh, Crazy Bitch Wendy, they're watching TV. Do you remember that? They're, well, they're watching a show. They're watching a show. Yeah. yeah. She makes the guy coffee, and she tries paying him. She's watching a movie, and the guy, the, she, the guy did a favor for the chick, and the chick's trying to give him money, and he's like, no, 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 and then, and then, and then she's like, well, do you want some coffee? I was about to make coffee, and then, and then he's like, sure, I'll have some coffee. Wait, what the fuck? That's what was going on in the movie. Oh, that's what was going on in the movie. Yeah. Okay, but you know what was going on with the TV? No. It wasn't plugged the fuck in. There was no cord. 
that TV wasn't plugged in. Oh yeah. And the TV was like in the center of the room. And weren't weren't uh there was t- no cord. TVs back then were fucking uh weren't they through cable? Yeah. Through and the there tel- was, the telephone lines were down. Yes. Yes, and there was no cable. There was no cords going from that TV and that TV was in the center of the room. Kubrick would not fuck up on something like that. No. And some people think that's another nod to Kubrick saying the fucking TV ain't real. TV's not real. Hmm. Which is a nod to, you know what? The moon landing, you motherfuckers were had. I view it as uh, it possibly making, that might be, play also into my whole mental health solitude thing. Cabin fever. You're pretending something's real. Maybe that Maybe that was only... That was in their mind. That was that only in, no. It was only in Danny's mind because oh, Wendy oh, oh. never said anything about the TV. I mean, neither did Danny. Yeah. Neither of them acknowledged the TV. It was just on. Yeah. Huh. This fucking movie's fucked up, dude. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Stanley Kubrick was trying to tell us a lot of so shit. So it makes you wonder. Stanley Kubrick had to put that there for a reason. Just, yeah. Ju- just for the characters to not talk about the TV. <sighs> Like if I, because there was a close up of the scene going on yeah. in the movie. It, there, it was close up on the TV for a while, and then it zoomed out, and it was yeah. a full view of the Wendy and, and Danny. Yeah. And, and neither of them acknowledged that the yeah. TV was even on playing. They weren't. In, yeah. They they may have been facing it, but they never said anything about the movie. It was just playing. Yeah. So why wasn't anything said about it? Why wasn't there? Because there's um, there's a certain kind of fucking thing. I forget. It's a Russian guy's name. It's called the. It's it has to do with with when you when you do something and then later it makes a point in the movie and that's how people construct movies they construct movies over this theory yeah, it's yeah. basically like like if you see a gun in the beginning of a horror movie and then later on it's used foreshadowing no but there's a specific like where you specifically see something like this fucking shalele okay <laughs> like you see they close in on it on the beginning of the movie but then an hour later I yeah, bash yeah, someone's yeah. skull in with it. Yeah. And it's called taking the shot. That's what they call it, actually. And it, well, the that's well, the thing. Well, well, you can. I always thought taking the shot was uh... what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it also has to do with miniature scenes as well. When you when you have a scene like that, yeah. where you just have the TV in the middle of the room, you expect there to be at least some conversation about it, like it be some interaction there, with the like, TV. But there was none, yeah. as almost as if the TV shouldn't have even been there to yeah. begin with. Yeah. Because they could have shot that scene without the fucking TV being there. Because yeah. they were facing the windows while it was snowing. They could have just gotten rid of that TV and then have them facing that way. Because Danny wasn't even watching the TV. He was playing with his fucking tr- fire truck. I'm playing with my fire truck. Well, he wanted, he wanted to go get his fire truck from... He wanted to go get his fire truck. Please, he, come over. I want to go get my fire truck. I want to wake up Danny. We have a special deal on bread today. <laughs> but, uh, fuck it. We have a special deal on airplane wings. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, fucking, anyway, the point is Danny's fucking off. He's fucking playing with his fucking toys. And Wendy doesn't even recognize that the TV's on. She's just sitting on the couch facing the windows in the, in the TV. And, and, the, but I'm saying the conversation that happened between Danny and Wendy about the fucking fire truck and him going to get the fire truck out of the fucking room. But she was like, no, your dad's fucking asleep. Yeah. Uh, the TV had no reason to be there. So why was it there? And why was it playing that scene? Was it there for just for background noise? But 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 you have to argue, then why? There's so many silent scenes in the movie where there's nothing 
being going on other than it's complete silence sometimes, ambient noise, or just conversation, and there's nothing else going on. That like purpose purposeful silence. So why the fuck is the TV there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just like uh, two. They could. I'm just saying. Imagine in your head, just take out the TV. Yeah. And the scene would have played out the same exact the same way. way. So why is it there? That that's just like. Uh, a couple scenes where they were like in the coolers, in the refrigerators. Yeah. And, you know, where they store the food and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I wanted to make a reference at uh, first. Uh, the Tang. Like, there, there is product placement in movies. I don't well, know how there's Marlboros in the movies, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jack Daniels. But, but, dude, there were so many things at Tang. Yeah. And not only that, there was, a whole wall of tang. there was this other thing. I forget what it. I forget. That might have to do with moon landing shit because you know yeah. that they put tang. In yeah, the that's what I mean. NASA and tang. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other thing is, I forget what it is. Uh, was it a flower? I, I can't remember. But the the can had an Indian on it, and there was tons and tons of this shit. Yeah, and. And, that plays more into the yeah, whole capitalization and, of yeah, and it's funny too because the one scene with uh, Dick Holleran, yeah. uh, what's his fucking name again? Scatman. Scatman with Scatman, dude. There's tons and tons of these red cans behind, right behind his head, mm-hmm. with the Indians on it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, ah, oh, dude, there's so many. Uh, I, I almost, I noticed it. I thought something was fucked up about Dick for a second. Yeah. I thought that he was Satan. Okay. <laughs> well, here's why I thought he was Satan for a second. Because, what? Oh, no, 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 no. Not because of that, buddy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, what, the reason I thought he was Satan for a second is because when he went in the meat freezer first, the last thing he pointed out was the lamb and he got really excited about the lamb. He was like, he was like, oh, okay. lamb, we got, f-. he, well, he's mentioned that he's like, we got 40 pounds of this meat, this meat, meat and we got lamb, <laughs> <laughs> lamb, and then they go into the next room and all of a sudden it's ominous. And then he talks into Danny's head yeah. and then I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh God, oh fuck, he's Satan. And then I realized he's, no, he's just a telekinetic guy as well. I just got shitting. Yeah. I literally wrote in my notes. Let me read my, let me read you my notes that I was, ha- I had on my phone. Like I was, I wrote, head chef Dick mentions lamb exuberantly, then later speaks in Danny's head. Is he implied as the devil? Far fetched, but observed. And then, and then I literally, the next thing I wrote, never mind, he's a mind reader. LOL. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Uh, okay, so the shining's fucked up, and we didn't figure anything out. And I mean, I like my opinion. Yeah, I like my opinion because because it kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. I don't know. There's so much there's so much shit behind. I cuz I think it plays into the whole theme of 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. And I, I and I feel like that makes them almost connected in a way. Yeah. With the whole uh like again like a exploring space and and discovering things beyond our comprehension and things that will fuck us up. And I think that 2001 Space Odyssey is kind of about that as well. So uh, one more thing about Kubrick, and and I guess we got to wrap up. Well, we'll wrap up. I, yeah. I, I just want to say one more thing. Uh, in the movie Doctor Strangelove. Yeah. Okay. Stanley Kubrick <clears throat> was able to replicate the inside of a bomber mm-hmm. 
to such precision detail that the United States government got involved and they thought he fucking did something illegal. Yeah. Because he fucking nailed it. Yeah. Which, for me, that leads into his whole relationship with the government. Yeah. Well, he clearly knew someone who knew the inside of a complete... Down to the Dude, he piece. nailed it. He nailed it perfectly. That means he had to know somebody. He he tried he, to... He wasn't a fucking pilot. Dude. So he had to have known somebody who could have gave him every fucking detail. Like somebody who engineered the fucking bombers. Yeah. So... All right, I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, go watch The Shining. It's all right. It's, <laughs> well, no, like for real. Uh, I like a lot of people say it's like one of their favorite movies. I watched it and I thought it was a good movie. It's not my favorite. It's just a good movie. As a movie, it's just all right. As a, what the fuck is going on? Oh yeah, it's amazing. It's a, <laughs> but I, as, I listen. I love it because I remember when I was younger, and I seen it. Yeah. Realistically, there is nothing. There's, it's not a slasher film. There's it's a like, psychological thriller. Oh my! It was a God. psychological thriller before psychological. It, listen, thrillers. it scared the fucking. I could watch Friday the Thirteenth and yeah. it wouldn't bother me. Yeah. But to watch that movie, it was like, dude, I'm I'm pissing my pants. Well, here's the thing: <laughs> is that psychological thrillers weren't really a thing until I mean they were there were some before because I'm I'm trying to recall some. But uh, really, The Shining would, would definitely be the first one to put it on the map. So, but uh, I, I watched it again. I've watched it before, but I watched it back when I was a teenager. Year, literally years since the last time I watched it. So that's why I didn't remember some of these fucked up details. Like when I was watching yeah, it again, dude, fucking I was weird. watching it again. Like I didn't know about the fucking bear, and I didn't know about the gold room, yeah. and that whole scene. I forgot completely about that. But uh, I remember. Uh, Fucking. Well, I mean, we didn't I, even talk about the picture at the end. We'll talk about that in okay. a sec. But uh, I, I just watched it and I was just like, um, wow, this movie was good. You know, I was like, I, I enjoyed the movie, and I was just like, but it's not my favorite, and which is weird for Kubrick, my relationship with Kubrick, because Kubrick makes some of my favorite movies, Full Metal Jacket, Two Thousand One Space Odyssey, or two, two, like some of my favorite. Yeah, movies. we're gonna rip Full Metal Jacket apart. Oh, yeah. Because uh, out of all his movies, that's the one that really doesn't get a lot of attention. Yeah. But there's a lot of shit in there. Yeah. A lot of weird shit. Yeah. But uh, those are those two are probably one of some of my favorite movies uh, through narrative alone, you know. But uh, The Shining, I watched and I just like, yeah, it's normal. It's a normal movie in terms of watching it. So, it was enjoyable. I'd, if I were to rate it out of 10, I'd give it I'd give it an 8. And I'd give it an 8 not because it was flawed per se. I'd give it an 8 just on pure entertainment value. Well, I would give it a 10 if that hot bitch... Stayed hot. Stayed hot. And she was like... She just like casually walked through every scene. Like yeah. Danny and his mom are sitting there in the front of the TV. All of a sudden, she and just, she's a ghost. Oh my god, she's, mom! She's I walks, seen a hot naked walks. ghost. She's uh, walks. Like, oh, like fuck. Danny. Danny's running through the fucking maze, and he just runs by her. Um, yeah. That'd be kind of creepy, actually. You know, fucking. Uh, you know, Jack is axing. Uh, what's his name up? Scatman. And she's just it's, back there, like. And she's like, 
was with her titties. But, and but, she had but, a big but, bush, too. Yeah. That was like bush time yeah. back then. Well, kind of. Just coming out of the 70s, that was still yeah. like 70s bush. Yeah, they, but it wasn't huge. It wasn't yeah. a huge bush. No, it was very tasteful. Yeah, yeah, it was. But, uh, I but, mean, I, I would have no problem with that bush. Yeah, me neither. But uh, <laughs> I, like when she's ha- when he's hacking up dick, like what I do with her I, for her acting, she'd be completely nude. and But she'd be like... I think I think Jack probably banged her. Oh wait, so. well nobody uh, nobody viewing could see that. Basically, I just made like a horrified face, but a hu- horrified but confused face where I'm like, what, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I think Jack probably nailed her on set, or or the kid who played Danny probably nailed her. Hell yeah! Yeah, red rum, bitch. <laughs> More like red cum. Red rum. <laughs> Oh yeah, let's talk about the picture real quick because we're at F- yeah we're, yeah, we're, we're at two hours thirty minutes. Jesus Christ, no one's gonna listen to this. Uh, yeah, asshole. just just at the end of the movie, uh, the picture pops up uh, from nineteen what was it nineteen oh nine? Yeah, no, no, it was when they were all in their like uh, their swinger outfits and shit. That was from it was like twenties or something. Yeah, to nineteen tens, nineteen. Oh, was it nineteen nineteen? It might have been nineteen nineteen. That's the year World War One ended. It it was it was def it was during it was during fucking the booming times. Dude, there's a lot about that picture too. We we can't get into it, but there's yeah. a lot that that was a real picture. Yeah. Uh, there was a woman who actually airbrushed Jack into that picture. Yeah. That was a, and and a lot of the people in that picture were real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just appeared in that picture like. Well, it, because they say he was always the caretaker. Which makes you think that the whole thing wasn't even real to begin with. Yeah. And that it was all just a fucking... And that he's stuck in... It yeah. could be he's stuck in fucking limbo. Yeah. You know? And he's always been the caretaker. Yeah. And that movie your dad watched, The Shining, that sucked. The show? Yeah. Well, that's that because it's terrible. that's because it's fucking uh, it's Stephen Ste- King. It's Stephen King. Yeah. He probably had to sacrifice three babies to get the money for that. Yeah. You know, when that fucking vehicle hit it, it should have fucking killed him. I don't like him. Well, he's a pedophile as far as I'm concerned. Is he? As far as I'm concerned. We're going to have to look into that. He fucking wrote a whole bit about these kids Oh yeah, that's right. Orgy. Yeah, he is a fucking pedophile. I don't care what you Fucking clown fucker. Listen, listen. I don't care what the fuck you... I don't care what the fuck you think. Like, if you think that was a narrative necess- necessity. Look, I got this. I'm terrified of clowns. But I got this. I fucking. I don't. I don't care if you fucking think that was a narrative necessity or whatever the fuck it was, or just a fucking narrative piece to tell a story for whatever fucked up symbolism you think he was trying to do. Yeah, you could have done it a hundred different ways, buddy. You didn't have to have to make the kids have a fucking orgy. Yeah, you sick fuck. That's just like taboo fucking shit, and I know a lot of people out there, and I know especially because I have such dark humor. A lot of people are gonna be like, "Well, come on, man. There's no fucking like that. Controversial sh- shit is 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 what makes uh, art good." I agree, but there's only there's one t- big taboo that I would never touch in my goddamn life, and that's pedophilia. Literally anything yeah. but pedophilia. That's just for politicians. And Hollywood. Hollywood, sick fucks. Hey, do me a favor. Uh, do you know who Christian Slater is? Search Christian Slater. Search his parents. I think there's some lies going on. I think Jack Nicholson is his father. All right, so let's do the social media. Let's wrap this fuck up. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. 
We're at drink in a theory. No spaces, no uh, uppercases. Just at drink in a theory. All together there. You want to follow me on Twitter? I'm at Jimmy Bones, my guy. It's exactly how you think it's spelled. At Jimmy Bones, my guy. Mm. All together. We have an Instagram. It still sucks. Uh... <laughs> Drink underscore and underscore a underscore theory underscore podcast. Uh, we post some shit there. We post like our edits. So Jake's edits more moreover. He's getting, terrible. He's getting better. He's getting fucking better. Um, I don't know what you're listening to us on, but we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, and and fucking Stitcher. So if you if you're trying to find alternative ways to listen to us, you know we we're on all three of those fucking platforms. And uh, if you want to find us on Facebook, we have a Facebook page. Uh, don't be Herman. Uh, don't be a Herman. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we fucking we post like shit there. And we made we made a friend. We made a certain Entman's friend. We made him an editor so he can post if he wants. Yeah, and he hasn't posted shit. We gotta get on his ass now. Ew, you can get on that ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you like that? Fucking pussy! Oh, yeah? Oh, fuck! Oh, God! Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, I hey, I don't want to share my, uh, my Twitter this week because no one pissed me off. Okay. I mean, no one, you didn't piss yourself off, rather. Yeah. But, uh, hey, uh, that's, that's this week, guys. You know, if the audio sucked, tell us, but I don't think it did. I think it sounded good. So, uh, you know, check us out next week. I don't know what my topic is going to be. Blowjobs. Can't you be fucking professional for one fucking Really? Second? Really? <laughs> fucking really? Listen, I, I'm, I'm going to eat fucking chocolate. For I'm, I'm the one man with the high quality mic here. You know, I sound like... Motherfucker. I, I just farted. Up. I just fucking farted. Yeah, I fucking farted. <laughs> yeah, you like that? You like that dirty fart? All right, guys. I'll see you later. Uh, Peace. Check us out next week. I don't know what my subject will be. We'll figure it out. My fucking uh, ex sent me a uh, suggestion. Maybe I'll check it out. So, thanks. See you next week. Keep being sexy. If you don't get your pants off now, take your pants off now. I don't mean to be Henry Zabrowski from last podcast on the left, but I'm going to borrow his bit for a second. Don't forget your cock rings. Fucking, if you're in, out in public right now, I don't even fucking give a fuck. If you're on a fucking train, just take your fucking pants off, you slut. All right, guys, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>